Hey, thanks for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. If you didn't catch me live, there'll be timestamps below for the various sections. The lead topic is Halo Infinite Beta Review. My thoughts on the Halo Infinite technical test. I got to play quite a bit on Friday and a little bit over the weekend, not as much as I wanted. So that timestamp will be there. We're also covering other gaming news in every episode. This is a safe for work broadcast Monday through Friday. A lot of people throw me on in the background like video game radio and Horizon Forbidden West getting delayed, still not seeing any necessarily official confirmation. I wasn't able to double and triple check that, but a lot of this is still according to insiders. We're going to talk about what that means for Sony if Horizon can't land the plane in the winter because there's not a lot lined up for Sony in the near future. And Apex Legends, speaking of Sony, recently did a PS4 ban wave for whatever reason, the recent amount of bans have escalated, and specifically on the PS4. We're going to talk about why exactly that happened, and that'll be later in the show. Keep in mind, if you're a paying member, you can submit questions about any of these topics ahead of time or right when you get here in the morning. Some people even used the Discord server last night. I think we already have like four or five questions in the queue. So you're going to want to get here early, right when the stream starts to get those questions submitted or hang out in our discord we continue to organize the discord around the idea that games like halo battlefield new world and others will be mainstays here where you can come in get news get gameplay but also connect with the community and find people to play with during the stream we do live q a and discussion so we don't have to stay on a specific topic you guys really drive the show uh, I would say almost as much as I do because it's it's a live interactive uh, podcast. So you guys get to kind of dictate what we end up talking about. So you can see there the Halo Infinite Technical Test Review. Now, we're not scheduling the stream super far in advance. We're doing them a little bit shorter, uh, maybe about an hour or less before they go live. So this afternoon, I will be uh, streaming the game uh, Grime. You can see it there, Grime Gameplay. That will be this afternoon. We did get a code for that. It launched today, and it looks really really cool but we're not scheduling super far in advance uh anymore it's actually helping our flow and our process we can make those pivots on the fly if we need to if we get a new game if there's another game worth playing or maybe we just don't feel like playing that game that day so if you're looking for what we're covering and when you can follow me on twitter or hang out in the discord i'm still going to let you know ahead of time what the topics are here are the thumbnails here's what everything's going to look like but the streams will actually be scheduled quite a bit closer to when we go live and we had a great great friday if you weren't here uh and you missed it it was a really really full day and i appreciated everybody supporting you can see there, all three of those streams were Friday. If you add up those three streams, that is a really, really strong day. Uh, and it was a lot of variety, and that's really what we're going for. So we basically did not do the talk show Friday morning. We dove into the Halo Infinite Technical Test gameplay. If you want to watch that, I've got the timestamps of everything. I go through all the weapons in the shooting range. I get three stars on every single one. It took a while on a couple of the guns because they're kind of weird. Uh, and then we dove back into Dark Souls 3 for From Friday and had a great play session. We beat that Borealis or whatever his name is, Knight, and we accidentally stumbled into the uh, the Savage Witch or whatever her, her name is, Sa- the Crystal Sage. 
Crystal Sage. We put that over on gaming. It's about a four-minute video where I finally beat her. Uh, but that happened in that play session. So make sure you're here every Friday. Those From Friday uh, play sessions can get a little salty and a little frustrating. And I know people like to see me get irritated. Uh, and then we played this adorable little game called Omno. And apparently it was built by like one guy. And he was even promoting it on TikTok. We had people come in from TikTok and say, hey, you know, how is the game? It's available on Game Pass uh, as well as Steam. Now we're hearing there are some performance issues with frame rate dropping and other things. I didn't have any issue on PC. If you want to check it out on Game Pass, I actually highly recommend this one. It's a really, really nice sort of, uh, it's not open world, but it feels open world because it's sort of open exploration uh, and puzzle solving and platforming all combined into one like really really charming little game so be sure to check that one out and then we were supposed to play vesper and put that footage over on gaming today unfortunately we were not able to do that but i did get a code from them so we may dive in for a short play session this afternoon if we have time after grime i'm not sure that may end up getting couched sometime this week i had uh we had relatives kind of surprise us on the weekend we weren't really sure they were we knew they were coming back through uh, and then they showed up and it was like, well, I, you know, a lot of my plans and things I had uh, set up for the uh, for the stream and the business, I had to kind of put to the side. But it was a good weekend. The weather was beautiful. So it was a welcome break from uh, from all of the work. So make sure you are supporting the gaming channel now that we're really putting a lot more content over there. SNTR Gaming used to be a place where we would kind of stream in the afternoons and we still do streams per- periodically. Hilly and I played Dead Space on Friday night, and it was absolutely hysterical. We had a great time. Look at the viewership on that. People are taking an interest in Dead Space again, and we played for about three hours. We'll probably do some more this Friday. Just hilarious. Uh, We were trying to find more and more fun co-op games like that where we can just kind of be ourselves and have a good time. But you can see here, we're trying to feature lots of different gameplay for you. So Chernobylite for 30 minutes, then Eldest Souls, the flight simulator from Microsoft. And then over the weekend, I uploaded my Tribes of Midgard first 30 minutes, and then the Dark Souls 3 Crystal Sage boss fight. So a great channel for real quick snippets of gameplay and newer games. So make sure you're subscribed over there. And then a Friday night stream with Hilly. Uh, And we may do, you know, periodically streams over there if we feel like it will fit. Now, if you're here throughout the week and sometimes you can't catch the live stream or maybe live streams just don't jive with your schedule anymore, SNTR Shorts is here for you. Short four-minute videos, all the news and things that I cover, whether it's first impressions or today a review of the Halo Infinite technical preview, that review that I'll be doing will end up over there on SNTR Shorts, along with my coverage today of the Apex Legends PS4 bandwave and Horizon Forbidden West getting delayed. It, it's difficult sometimes to watch an entire four-hour stream. You can always come back and use the timestamps. That helps me anyways. Like, if you would prefer just to come back to one channel and have everything, we use those timestamps, and YouTube just updated how those are displayed, like up in the corner if you're on a browser, the way they're they're listed is like chapters that's really nice that interface is really fancy so be sure to either support SNTR shorts or this channel or both if you'd like some people do that you guys are awesome the people that are here every day and support both the live stream as well 
as the other channels. So we have a very, very full plate this morning. We're excited. I I feel really good about Halo Infinite, and I want to talk to you about why. I'll I'll give you a brief peek at my outline. Combat, map design, graphics, bots, and Arena has a chance. Why does Arena gameplay have a chance right now? What was I feeling in this technical preview from Halo Infinite and the gameplay. So, we have a lot of ways that you can support the stream. I'm wearing a Silver Surfer stream. Uh, I'm sorry, a Silver Surfer shirt from 80s Tees. Uh, I've got glasses on from Blue Blocks. Now, if you start clicking on these streams and you see that it says contains, like, paid promotion, alright, you will always know if I'm being paid to play a game or cover a game. That has not happened since I started streaming on YouTube. We are not getting paid to cover any of these stories or any of these segments, but we are starting to broker deals with our sponsors where I am paid for placement within the stream, and we have to say that the video contains paid promotion. So now that we have some of these contracts officially signed and in motion, if you come to the channel and you see that, that's the only reason it says that. I am If, if I am being paid to play or cover a game, I will disclose that. But now that we are entering contracts with some sponsors, I've got some new ones that I'll be able to announce this week. We want to make sure and disclose that some of the placement within these streams is paid for, and if you use my code, obviously that supports me. So, there are other ways to support the channel as well. If you are uh, looking for the coffee, use the coffee command, the glasses command, the shirt command will always take you to the collection that the shirt is for but you can use code LONO on any of the shirts on 80s tees. Coffee has been doing amazing. Thanks for some of the orders over the weekend. We greatly appreciate that. The join button is there, exclamation point join or the join command. Uh, I'm sorry, or the join button. That's a great way. You get the little badge, you get the little emotes, and you get increased access in the Discord. You're going to want to familiarize yourself with the Discord and those perks and benefits in the coming weeks. As we get closer and closer to some of these bigger launches like Battlefield and Halo, that's going to be a great place for you to cash in on those benefits. So you can go to discord.gg slash sntrnetwork, or you can use the Discord command in chat. The question command's available to paid members. We're trying to very much balance the difference between what is free and what is not. Mainly, I ask people, just please be here, lurk, listen, press the like button, take our polls, talk in chat. Those are all free options that are probably the most valuable support a stream can get. So the more of you that are here when we start in the morning, and the more active chat is, and the more active a poll is, and the better the like button getting pressed, all of those are very helpful things in this environment. So... I don't want anybody to feel like, man, he keeps focusing on the join button and questions. We're just really seeing that as sort of a a ground-level entrance point into all of the benefits of the SNTR network, but the content will continue to be accessible and free every day of the week right here on the main channel, SNTR Presents. So, get get the likes going in the chat. You can smash that button if you want, the like button if you haven't already. And wear out that join button if you're not currently a paid member. And we appreciate all the current and existing members. I'll be live on the mic in just a second. It's going to be a good day. Thanks for being here. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you guys so much for being here bright and early on a Monday morning. I hope you had a great weekend. 
We had a bit of a different weekend uh, <laughs> for us. We got surprised by uh, some relatives traveling through. I mean, we knew they were traveling back through, but we didn't have the exact date. So we were uh, we were putting them up and getting a room for them here at the house. And just the kids love it. Kids love it. We love it. It's a great, great time. We got to enjoy just beautiful weather, perfect weather. Uh, but it, it kept me from playing that Halo Infinite tactical test, man. I, I wanted to jump back in. I wanted to put in the time. I was really, really enjoying myself. Hopefully you guys got to put in a lot of time with the Halo Infinite beta, or I guess we're calling it a beta just to keep the everything short. But the, uh, the Halo Infinite technical preview... Uh, a lot of good game releases too. I mean, we featured so many last week. So, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. Good to see you, Feed. Yeah, get us our first 100 likes, guys. I appreciate everybody being here. We're we're trying something that some of you might be unaccustomed to, and I we don't know what it will do to starting numbers and viewership. But we will not be scheduling streams super far in advance, uh, and that is just a thing that we are doing and the reason that we're doing it is because the uh, the timing and our own workflow it just makes it a lot easier on me and on creature to get everything kind of loaded up and ready to go and uh, and not have to deal with the uh, the, the, the long term scheduling way way ahead of time so you may be noticing that you're like man where are the streams well if you show up shortly before they're supposed to be live they, they should be there and that's a great reason to have notifications turned on yo cat with a $20 tip through super chat so excited and happy for the sponsors congrats lono yeah i just went sure i just made sure and went and turned that feature on you may be periodically noticing when you come and click on the streams that it says that the video includes paid promotion Again, to reiterate, that does not mean I'm being paid to cover the game or play a certain game. If that is happening, I will say that to you. You will know, oh, he is being paid to play this game. This is a sponsored stream. A video containing uh, paid promotion just means I am in a contract with a company that is paying for the placement, and we have to divulge that. That's just something that we're doing. To be on the up and up, and, and quite frankly, we didn't have to do that until very recently. So we, we just, I recently just signed a couple of contracts, like one last night and a couple others that will go into effect this week. So we greatly appreciate your support of the stream that's enabled us to get those deals. What's good, Atwood? I'm good. Thanks for asking. The Halo beta is fantastic, says Mick. Can't wait for the full release now. I uninstalled Destiny after playing it because Crucible pales in comparison yes philip i played the ascent you can watch that playthrough here on this channel if you'd like i really enjoyed it now we're hearing that the ascent has some performance issues and some challenges i did not experience any of that apparently people are having crashes and disconnects when they try to do multiplayer uh and some other things that are irritating i was 30 percent you know, installing it on my Xbox Series X, I was at like 33% the other night and we lost power. Um, I have been consistently denied just like a nice night with my wife. Like we were going to like play the ascent. We were just going to chill. And then the power went out. And then the next night, uh, the next night, our, the, the relatives came into town. So it was like, man, we're just, we're not going to get any time. It was like the universe was against us playing it. So I can't tell you how it runs on Series X. Um, 
Daniel says that it, it crashes and corrupted his save, caused me to lose loot. Well, that's not good to hear. Played Vogue last night with Buds. Felt weird. Uh, had fun with my friends, but the raid was just background noise. The, I got to that place pretty consistently with that game. I don't know if I would... I wouldn't jump to a diagnosis just yet, you know. Good morning. I see Victor saying good morning in the Discord. Good morning, Victor. Good morning, everybody. See you there, Captain Toasty Buns. Thank you guys for being here so, so much. Congrats on the new contracts. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, PC was a mess, but expected. That's so odd. I had no issues on PC. Well, unless you're talking about the Halo Infinite technical test. Yeah, the Ascent ran fine for me on PC. But again, I just played single player. Maybe as soon as you're trying to play with other people, it really it really fiddles with it. I'm not really sure. You know, you never want to have crashes or corrupted saves. You know what I mean? Fair Fair just hadn't played in like a month. It's weird when you take a really, really long break from a game. There's two things that happen to me when I take a really, really long break from a video game. Sometimes you come back and you're like, oh, I I missed this. I forgot how fun this was. It's like riding a bike. Other times you feel like it's like when you go from a really comfortable pair of shoes to a new pair of shoes and you're like, they don't quite fit right. They're kind of not necessarily you know, exactly where you want them. You know that they fit, and you know that you like them, but you're like, it doesn't quite fit right. You gotta break them in. I don't know. Sometimes it's like that. If you take a break from a video game for a while and you come back to it, there's just there's just enough unfamiliarity that it doesn't quite feel the same. And sometimes you get back there, and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't. I remember when I went back to Assassin's Creed uh, Origins. It took, me, it took me a while. It took me a play session. To get back to where I was like, oh, I'm in. I want to beat this. You know what I mean? How do you feel about the Halo multiplayer now that you've played it? I'm picking your brain with comparison to a few weeks ago. I, um, this was a pleasant surprise, Murph, because I'm going to be honest with you. This is what we anticipated on Thursday. We're like, we'll cover the game and the topics and the conversation and the Q&A in the morning Thursday. And then we'll get into gameplay, and I'll play for maybe an hour or two. That'll be enough. We'll sample it. We'll dip our toe. Well, that didn't work. So I was a little worried. I was like, we got to lead the day Friday with access. I got my access. Power comes back on. I wake up in the morning. I have an email uh, with instructions, and I'm like, screw it. I was like, let's just play. Let's just start the day diving in with the Halo Infinite technical test. Fridays tends to be one of our weaker days anyway, so I'm like, let's just start with gameplay. And I was worried because I was like, we had that, we had that, we had From Friday with Dark Souls, and then we had Omno. I'm like, three games in one day. I was like, I don't know how people are going to be receptive to that. And secondly, I don't even know if I'm going to want to play you know, Halo Infinite, a technical test against bots. Like, am I going to want to play that for very long? So I was like, all right, we'll spend the first hour, you know, screwing around with the guns in the gun range, and then we'll jump into the multiplayer, and we'll see how I do. And I can't fake it. You guys know. I think that there is a certain charm to my lack of of, uh, of filter and fake and fake enjoyment. Like, I can't do it. I can't fake enjoy a game. <laughs> Even if the numbers are there. Like, if you were around when I played Monster Hunter, like, Monster Hunter was so good for my channel. I went over and in one afternoon 
got a bunch of got a bunch of new people in the channel got a bunch of support and people are like oh this is so fun watching you play this and I never walked back I was like I'm never going back to that game again I can't fake it right so y'all know I cannot fake enjoyment of a game I'm too transparent I'm too irritable like I'm very I'm easily irritated by games and I was like dude I keep playing I'm, I kept going, I kept playing, I kept I kept doing it. So, I want to see, let's see, let's let's get a poll going. Halo Infinite Technical uh, Technical Test. Did seeing or playing uh, you know, a change your mind? Did seeing it or playing change your mind yes or no and that could be in a positive or a negative you could say yeah it changed my mind i think the game looks like garbage right the game looks terrible or you could be like no it changed my mind so yes it changed your mind could be a negative so halo infinite technical test did seeing it or playing change your mind there you go poll in chat yes or no no could be no i was happily pleased and pleasant surprised you know, you were already anticipating playing. So, yes and no are not necessarily positive and negative responses right now. It could have changed your mind in the negative and been like, no, it changed my mind. I think it looks like trash. Like, or, you know, I I, I was already anticipating enjoying it. Murph says, I'll be honest with you, seeing the gameplay, hearing those announcer voices, somewhere deep inside a spark lit, and I hadn't felt since the Halo Reach days. Yo, good morning, Dolphin. How are you? Um, now I was already in the test just helped solidify my decision right so sacrifice are saying no and it's a positive no but some other people are saying you know no yeah you know it, or ADJC's like yes it changed my mind I want to play the game a lot more right I played it over the weekend loved it okay okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you graphically I was disappointed says Amanda Williams will the graphics be better well here's the thing okay I think the graphics in the campaign are going to be top shelf, okay? I think they're going to bring it. I think the lighting, I think the armor, I think all of it's going to look amazing. I don't think multiplayer is focused on graphics looking amazing. What what graphically strong game have you played recently that's massively popular as a multiplayer game? It wasn't Fortnite. It certainly wasn't Call of Duty Warzone. Neither of those games look incredible. Now, Apex Legends is probably one of the few games that focused on looking dope and is also highly popular. Outside of that, what do you got? H1Z1, PUBG, CSGO, Valorant? None of these games look good. Like, they look fine. They, 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 they They pass the questions. Is it a video game? Yes. Does it run? Yes. Like, that's it. Like, they, they don't try to be exceptionally graphically strong, photorealistic, or any of that. I mean, I think Call of Duty Warzone looks drab, and all the colors look muted, and yet it's one of the most popular games in the world, you know? Just from the weapons and gameplay, this game's gonna be great. I was hooked! I was hooked, I'm telling you! Like, I was like, this is fun! This is exactly the kind of gameplay. Now, unfortunately, they oh, they oh, they changed and added a new map over the weekend. I tried to play. I was going to try and get footage, and the game crashed on me because it is a technical test. I was kind of bummed about that. Oh, man, that's good. Guys, don't forget, 
Now that I've got my breakfast shake down, I can start drinking some of the Rageous Roast. Don't forget, we're completely restocked on Rageous Roast. Light Roast, Dark Roast will be here. It's August, so Dark Roast will be here later in the month. Brand new matte finished label bags. Rageous Roast looking so, so good. Apex decided not to bother having audio that makes any kind of sense. Yeah, I saw a clip of Dr. Disrespect. Um, he was ranting and raving about Apex, and it it, uh, it trended on Reddit. And he said, you know, this is why nobody wants to watch this game. This is why nobody wants to play this game. And he was, he was going off about the armor. Now, it was classic Doc, right? It was classic Doc. But at the same time, at the same time, I played Apex in an afternoon, and I was like, I think armor is going to be a problem. Like, RNG in the armor, like, that's going to be a problem. I remember people telling me I didn't know what I was talking about. They're like, ah, that's just part of the game. You're ignorant. You know what you're talking about. And then, like, two weeks later, Doc starts railing against the RNG of the armor, and other people start chiming in. And now, they're, they've removed that aspect of the armor, right? And the idea still, though, that... You know, shooting shields, right? Yeah, he starts screaming about shooting shields. Yeah, he starts screaming about the TTK. And, you know, I get it. I, I totally get where he's coming from. It's like, you go to make a play and you feel like you lose to like eight different rules, you know? Like, this is why I stopped playing uh, Hearthstone, or however you're supposed to say it, Hearthstone. I stopped playing Hearthstone for that reason. I would start to beat somebody... And then I would lose to all these unforeseen, crazy strats and cards and all this nonsense starts coming out. I'm like, what is, what is all this? And that's what I would lose to. So it's gotta be, it's gotta be, you know, annoyed to, to like annoying to be a good shooter player, a competitive shooter player and to go play a game like Apex and you lose to mechanics or like he said, everybody's, you know, dying to the gas. I think the poll is slightly flawed. I've been hyped for infinite for a while now. Playing it just made me more hyped. No, it's not flawed. You should know how to answer the poll. You were intelligent enough to write that sentence and you don't know how to answer the poll? Did it change your mind? No. You can answer that question. You can say no and it'd be a positive no. The poll's not flawed at all. If you are if you are in and you are a fan and the, and the technical test did not change your mind, you're like, yep, it's good. I'm excited. Then you answer no. No is not necessarily a negative on this poll. We complain about audio in games, but still use headsets with only two audio drivers. What? What are you talking about? I used a pair of Turtle Beaches to play Call of Duty World at War, and the sound design was was fine for me to know where people were. Sound design does not need you to have a super expensive pair of headphones. The sound design in in Hellblade was is phenomenal, award winning, actually. And I don't need to wear. Like, I don't need to wear a different pair of headphones to enjoy that. And sound design does not need me to upgrade my equipment. Is it that hard to create 3D spatial sound that's consistent? Part of the problem with these games isn't my headphones or the drivers. It's that the audio just doesn't play sometimes. You'll have a guy walk in the house, open a door, walk up the stairs, open another door, and shoot you in the back. And you'll get zero audio cues for that. That's not on my headphones or drivers. That's the game glitching out. More than likely, it's client-server lag where, you know, his latency is affecting how quickly the sounds proc in the game. I, I, you don't, don't be blaming my hardware for your crap sound design. Whether I played 
Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, Apex, or any of them, I consistently had sound issues. I've never played another game and, and had that happen. I, I'll tell you what game I played and had sound design that didn't make sense. I had a monster on my right and I heard him on my left. Do you know what game that was? Dark Alliance. A literal crap can of a game. Just an absolute garbage game. That game had bad audio. I've never played... It's not like you boot up Ghost of Tsushima and you're like, man, the sound's really jacking up. I didn't hear that guy coming. Or, wow, the sound's not working right. It's not he was like on my left. No, it's fine. It all runs fine. Yeah, go play Outriders. It sounds like every gun, they went to a child and took him to an alley. And they're like, all right, Billy, I want you to bang on every trash can in this alleyway. All right, we got a dumpster. We got a tin can. We got a we got a Rubbermaid trash can. This is great. This is going to be amazing. It's going to sound real world. It's garbage. The, the sound design in Outriders, I couldn't even play the game. I went and played Returnal, and then I tried to go back to Outriders, and I couldn't do it. I was like, just playing another game with good sound design, I mean, this is giving me a headache. It's something we should look at going forward. Better headsets with more than one speaker per ear. Well, okay, but here's the thing, though, Paul. If I'm gonna get, if I'm gonna get better headset, like maybe I get a headset to simulate surround. And it's some new technology of earphone, like, it goes from my cheekbone, like, to the back of my skull. And it gives me this sense of, like, you know, 360 degrees of sound. Wouldn't they also then, wouldn't it also then mean that they would, they would have to code for that in the game? You know what I mean? What's the point of the poll if it doesn't give any information? What do you mean? What's the point of the poll if it doesn't give information? You're th- you're th- you're overthinking it, James. You're overthinking it. I don't report to NASA. Like I don't take my findings from the daily poll to like NASA and I say, "Here, hot off the presses, <laughs> hot off the presses, we got this really really scientific poll from the YouTube audience on my channel talking about Halo Infinite." <laughs> Which it's just for fun. It's just to see like was there a big, big wave of people that had their mind changed by the technical test? As you can see, split right down the middle already, 200 votes in nine minutes. People are like, yes and no, almost equally. So, yes, it did change your mind. No, it didn't. I guarantee you a lot of those yeses are people that were like, it did change my mind. I was I was not interested and now I'm interested. I think most of those people are are, are, are getting swayed over. Uh, also, I'd argue that most decent headsets have 5.1 surround. Yeah, I mean, I have 5.1 on these. I don't use it though, because my the way I the way I receive game sound is is basically stereo, you know. But I don't know. We, 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 there was a time in Fortnite where sound worked great, and then all of a sudden it stopped working. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is about Halo, but I found myself playing it into the early hours of the morning. The three levels are great. I'm telling you, there is something pure. There is something pure about a stripped-down arena shooter. There just is. There's something pure about it. You, even though it's just bots. Now I know there was some. There was hours where you could play PvP, which I wanted to see see what real players would feel like. Because man, those bots started to get tough, and that was really fun. Like they would, they would, the bots would put you in the dirt. You know, they'd go from. 
the bots would go from shooting the wall looking like they're trying to like eat a burrito and play at the same time to like putting you in the dirt like it's a tournament you're like what the frick happened like their their skill would 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 really really swing and i don't know that's 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 one of the things i think that is about halo that gives it a shot there's something pure about the stripped down arena shooter in a world where in Fortnite they can build a mini mall and in games like Call of Duty and PUBG you can run for a thousand yards and not see a single soul and then just get shot in the back or in a game like Apex where as Doc says you're just shooting shields or you're getting third partied there is just something pure about a stripped down arena gameplay now this could be nostalgia tricking my brain into thinking that this is a really enjoyable gameplay experience it may not have it may not have broad appeal you know it could be tricking my brain i'm thinking back to the days of goldeneye and perfect dark and and the the dawn of arena shooters on console and I, my brain could be totally getting tricked and, and thinking that, like, this is really, really fun when really I'm just taking a nostalgic trip down memory lane. I got news for you. I've played games recently that tried to appeal to my nostalgia, and it wears off really fast. I mean, really fast. Like, you want to talk about, like, ah, 30, 45 minutes in, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. This just isn't fun, you know? I went back and played that rare replay with my brother and we went I remember we went back and played all these old games and like 15 or 20 minutes in you're like frick this this doesn't have any legs anymore I got into the third hour of playing on Friday and I was like I don't want to stop I had to stop and eat we got the black screen thing happening so you know it was a perfect timing it was like okay I gotta eat anyway it's almost you know it's almost time for food but Man, oh man, I, I've not had that feeling in a while. And for me to have that feeling in a PvP environment, yes, I know it was bots, but it was still, it was still PvP at its heart. And for me to say, oh, dude, I want to keep on going. I, I don't know. I, I, I think that's, I think that's promising. I do. I think that's promising. I think people looking for arena shooter, uh, a, a successful arena shooter, are going to do, are going to enjoy it. I think Splitgate should be worried, which I hate to talk like that. I never want to be like, this game's going to kill another game. But dude, I'm telling you right now, Splitgate is so similar that their, 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 their time in the sun is going gonna, is gonna to fade quickly if they don't get on the ball. Because they went, you got to think about, man, the public perception here. This is just the worst freaking timing you could possibly imagine. On their upswing, the time where they could have had a lot of people playing experiencing the game and having a good time in anticipation for the you know the halo technical test they all they, they had their servers off for days for days that's just terrible you know that to, to delay and for for them to have that happen right going into the weekend where the halo infinite technical test goes live that's just not that's not a good omen dude that's not a good omen like you got to you got to be concerned and between that and the, and the Destiny crowd, I, I think Halo. I think Halo is going to pull in a lot of people, and I'm talking about they're going to pull in people in addition to those who are already sold on the product. There are people that are like, dude, I'm going to play Halo no matter what. I'm play Halo till the wheels fall off, right? You couldn't get on Splitgate all weekend. 
Yeah, every time I saw him tweeting, I felt just horribly bad for them. I felt so bad for them. I was like, oh man, what a tragedy, dude. Your own success is your own undoing. That sweet embrace of hundreds of thousands of people trying to play your game, you know? Tribes of Midgard hit a nice record. What, 200,000 people have checked out their game? Now, that's not a concurrent number. That's a total number. For perspective, New World broke through that as a concurrent number, meaning that many people were playing at a given time. And, uh, you know, Tribes hit tribes of Midgard hit that. Now, for a $20 game, that's pretty dadgum awesome. I mean, that, that little Death's Door game hit over 100,000 downloads, and we celebrated that, so... Good for the developer of Tribes of Midgard. I'm, I'm sure they're tipping their hats and popping some champagne. A smaller studio selling their $20 game to to 200,000 people. And maybe growing, who knows? You usually get everything in the first month. My last draw with Destiny PvP was yesterday. Trying to run trials was just too frustrating. Halo Infinite will be where I go for PvP. D2 for PvE. Yeah, Here's the thing. I don't think anybody is going to officially just like leave Destiny for Halo. But there's going to be a lot of people that are like, dude, I just can't go back to the Crucible now. It's just Halo is too pure. You get you get a feel for actual like accuracy from your weapon, having accuracy when you're in the air, playing on dedicated servers, having really, really crisp gunplay. There was something about the flow of the map. Oh my gosh, the map design. I only got to play two maps, and I'm telling you, that is a huge, understated, not talked about enough factor for having fun in an arena shooter. Like, you can't just put people on a map and be like, well, the guns and the movement are great. What the frick? What's the problem? Why is everybody complaining? No. No. No, it's not talked about enough. It is not talked about enough. Map design is huge. I wanted to do a walkthrough of that map and explain why so many of their design choices made for wonderful, balanced, good gameplay. Not enough people talk about it. People people just say, well, this map sucks. And, the, and some guys will be smart enough to tell you why. But most people... They won't be able to tell you why a map sucks. But let me tell you, I could break down like 20 reasons why that map that we kicked off the weekend with, why that map is so great. Because boy, oh boy, is it a great map. The flow, the balance, the angles, the thoughtfulness about flanks and being exposed if you see, if you lean out here or you approach from there, not having overexposed approaches by just having just enough elevation in the one hillside so when you come out of the bottom area, there's two lanes you got to watch instead of seven. Oh my, so thoughtful in the map design. I was noticing it so many times. I was like, oh, that is so... The fact that that's there to block that angle. The fact that this route is an option instead of that route. The fact that these two routes converge. The fact that this area is not unapproachable or unbreachable. Oh my gosh. And the distance from choke points to action is, I'm telling you, it's pristine. It's pristine. No one can 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 you know link arms and team shot it up. They can't because the choke point length 
to action and engagement in hot spots is brilliantly crafted. I'm not sitting here being hyperbolic and overstating it. That was one of the most frustrating things in Destiny. So frustrating. So frustrating. In other words, Lono loves the game. I'm just telling you, when I can sense thoughtfulness in a game, I get excited. I get excited. Yo, Rob, getting that pink badge. Welcome back. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. Thanks for renewing your membership. Appreciate you so, so much. No tight corner choke point doors for shotgun camping. There were some spots that you could definitely get into. You could get into a tussle if someone wanted to be Mr. Shotgun. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The map dynamics do not allow one weapon. There's not one weapon. There is not one approach. There's not one style that takes over. I never I never felt like I never once felt like, yeah, this is just going to be a shotgun. This is just going to be a snipe. This is just going to be a this map. No, the map's dynamics are brilliantly crafted. You can tell Lona didn't play much Halo. The map design is super unique with Halo. I'm surprised Destiny didn't continue that trend. I played enough Halo to know they were good at map design. So were the guys from Unreal Tournament. ADJC with a $5 tip through Super Chat. Also, there was different variables and places of engagement instead of some games where it's a lane base like D2. That's exactly what I was just getting at, ADJC. The dynamics on the maps in Halo Infinite gives me so much hope and it, it shows so much promise. Because you know, there are certain maps you get on and you're like, oh, for frick's sake. You know what's going to happen, right? You know what you're going to get into. You know what it's going to look like. It's going to be snipe this or grenade spam that or whatever. Yeah, I like the sniper because the sniper wasn't free. The sniper wasn't free. You had to, you did that sniper, man. You got to work to hit your shots. It wasn't very forgiving. I was on PC with a controller, and boy, oh boy, when you hit a shot, it feels good. When you miss some shots, you know that it was on you. <laughs> There's no hiding it. It's like when you trip on the sidewalk. It's like everyone can see you just tripped on nothing. Like, you know why you're like, I missed that shot. <laughs> I totally missed that shot. <laughs> you know, right now, D2's control is a mess. It's Wither Horde, all cap points. It's absolute trash. Yeah, there's no map dynamics. This is... Okay, let me explain. Let me explain what I mean here. And by the way, if you're new, thank you for being here. We're discussing the Halo Infinite technical test. Give me 13 more likes. Take me to 200 likes. If you're enjoying the show, hit subscribe so you can join in the conversation. Subscribing is free. I do a talk show Monday through Friday in the mornings, and I do gameplay in the afternoons. That's what you're subscribing to. I am safe for work. A lot of people throw me on in the background like radio. So let me explain. Let me explain what I mean here. With Destiny, it's always felt like flavor of the month. Okay. It's always felt like flavor of the month, right? You're on so hard in my background. Rad. People can see that. They're the flavor of the month. So the, the the meta shifts and it's like it's all this now it's all stasis it's all shotguns it's all right couple of guns and that's kind of it I think one of the benefits of an arena shooter with set weapons 
Now, keep in mind, they, this never belonged in Destiny. One of the reasons that people always ask for set weapons or weapons only, why? Well, because they know that's one of the leading causes of flavor of the month. It's like, this is it. It would be like going to an ice cream shop and they're like, we do not have vanilla, we do not have chocolate, we got an overshipment of strawberry. That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. That's all we got. There's nothing else. There's nothing else here. And you're like, okay. And you come back next month. They're like, no, 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 no. I know you came and got strawberry last month, but it's all vanilla now. Yeah, we're we're low. We got a little bit of peanut butter ice cream. That's that's okay. That's on the menu right now. When you have good map dynamics and a set amount of weapons, it's like here are your options. What would you like to excel at? Right now, metas settle in and maps get predictable with heat, right? The heat map of like, you know, where people are going to cluster and that's okay. You're going to have areas of the map where people traditionally fight and converge and funnel. That's not going to be avoidable. That is completely okay. That's healthy. That's like normal human behavior, especially when you've got items spawning on the map. But what you're not going to have to worry about is, well, I'm a really big fan of this weapon and this weapon and this playstyle, and right now, that's not the flavor of the month, so I'm incredibly frustrated. It was always the same thing with Destiny. It was like, well, you just got to adapt to the meta. Become the meta or be, or be destroyed by it was basically your option. And in Halo, when you have map dynamics that allow for different approaches... You know, when you have different routes and different angles and no one gameplay style, no one weapon rises to the surface as being like, this is all you need. This is all you need. I think something magical happens when you can take player volition and player success and connect the two. That's a great feeling. Okay. Have you ever played a game where, you know, that they just want you to do this, right? They just want you to do this thing or whatever. And you're like, but I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it this way. It's almost like the game is telling you what to do. It's like when you first play like a mobile game, they're like, click this. Now click this. Now make a barn. Now click this. Now make a horse. Now click this. And you're like, am I ever going to be in control, right? No one likes that. No one likes when their volition is completely taken from them. You're like, I'm not making any of the decisions here. I'm just along for the ride, you know? Hey, Salty Rob. Haven't seen you in a while, dude. Glad to have you back. Your stream tends to always come up in a very blurry, low quality for me. I'm 255, uh, 15 down up connection. I, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm streaming at a 7,500 bit rate, 1080 crisp 60 frames per second on low latency. Now, you might watch a lot of streams on YouTube that are not low latency, and you probably have an easier time immediately jumping to higher quality. But with those internet speeds, you should be able to go into advance and put it on high quality 1080 with zero problem. It's not on my end. It's not on my end. I think the low latency sometimes your internet well and this is also YouTube YouTube just wants to get the video playing as fast as possible to lower strain on their servers so they've been lowering your quality on almost anything you watch a lot of the times it's just like a thing they did a while ago I think they do it even more on streams especially when a stream is set to low latency so low latency allows the interaction with chat to be more fluid 
I'm calling it now. Remember this, you heard it from me. They will nerf the distance the grapple can travel. Oh, I'm sure. But see, that's the benefit of having an, a, 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 an, an item like that. You nerf the item. It's not something that somebody went and earned and found and invested in. It's just an item on the map. Like if they suddenly decide that the sniper's, you know, zoom distance is wrong, or they suddenly decide that the the sniper doesn't doesn't reload quite fast enough. Well, that's okay. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets that change. Everybody gets to go use a different version of the sniper. Like, Destiny would make a change to a weapon and you'd be like, well, the one that I grinded for is not any good now. I was grinding for rifled barrel and now rifled barrel is no good. Well, I was grinding for this and now I... What the, what the frick? They're reaching into your treasure trove and specifically doing something to it. Halo is saying, hey guys, the 10-yard line we're going to make a different rule on that 10 yard line. You're like, okay, it's just a 10 yard line. Like you don't have like now you will develop an attachment to a weapon. Don't get me wrong. If your favorite weapon in halo suddenly gets nerfed or changed, you're going to get irritated, but it's not the same. There's not some like passionate attachment to it. You'll be like, oh man, that's like my favorite go-to weapon. And now it's not as good. It's a little slower. It's a little, whatever, blah, 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 blah. That will certainly happen. But at the same time, you don't feel like they took... they. As I said, they didn't, they're not reaching into your treasure trove and fiddling with it, you know? That mentality is ultimately why I stopped playing Destiny. I was sick of seeing my hard work not matter anymore. Right. It's like when you go to some kids... Have you ever gone to a kid's house like this growing up and he would change the rules if he's losing? Yeah, that was, that was the worst type of people to play with. You're like... What do you mean? I'm win. I'm winning, right? What, what's the problem here? You're gonna change the rules because I'm winning? He, oh, they're my toys. They're my toys. That's what it feels like sometimes in Destiny. They're like, well, it's, this, this is our game. These are our toys. They're not yours. You signed the Eula. What's good, Hex? You signed the Eula. <laughs> you don't own anything. I thought it was funny. I was on my Xbox Series X. I was scrolling through Game Pass games and Destiny 2 popped up and it said owned. And I was like, huh. There's probably a legal case you could make there to say that that's actually completely and utterly misleading to the consumer to communicate to them that they own something that they actually don't own. You don't own that game. You don't own it. (laughs) It's not yours. You can't take it with you. Yeah, you know. You signed a EULA. You're pay- you, you, you have access to their game. And, you know, and they can, they can ban you if they want or nerf everything if they want. That's, you know, it's not yours. So I've taken a few months off. I found myself not watching much, but the Halo talk is dragging me back in. I watched your stream last Friday and it felt like the old days. Looking forward to the future of your channel. I appreciate that, Salty Rob. Thank you. That was my stepbrother when we played 40k. His interpretation of the rules were rather unfair. (laughs) That's right. That's right. It's not your game. That's something I've noticed about Steam. It says in library. Yeah, you don't own it. It's in your library. That's right. They can reach in and take it away. It's in the EULA that the term owned is referring to the license, not the game. Oh, do they actually put that in the EULA? (laughs) 
Perfect. Perfect. Their corruption is complete. They're they're protected from the bottom to the top. They can ban everybody there. They can ban anybody they want to. You license access to software you don't own, and people don't understand that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, here's the thing, Sinos. There was no there was no meeting about this. There was no memo. There was no email. There wasn't a PowerPoint with in a tutorial with some guy explaining like, "All right, class, everyone, listen up now. I'm going to educate you on the fact that you don't actually own any of the video games that you purchase anymore." I mean, traditionally, that was the way that it worked. You would buy a cartridge, a CD, a disc, or whatever. You would install it and be yours, and you could play it whenever you wanted. But now. The gross corruptive greed of the corporate world and video games and publishers the size of countries are now actually making it so where you sign a EULA, which entitles them to your firstborn child, and then they can ban you for whatever reason that they want. Are there any questions before we move on to the next slide? No? Okay. You can see here now, too, uh, DLC and micro... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was no meeting... There was no, like, memo to, like, educate video game, like, gamers about, like, hey, hey, just so you know, you don't actually own anything! Like, it's, you own nothing! It's none of it's yours! You don't! It's, it's, it's not, you, you've got nothing! (laughs) You know, it's like the end of Willy Wonka! All you do... All you do is pay for access. And they can just be like, yeah, we, we deleted your character. The servers are gone. <laughs> uh, I mean, single player games are the last true video games. They are. That's it. They're the last bastion. You never owned it? Yeah, I did. I owned games back in the day. It's mine. It's mine. Pop the cartridge in and play it. It's mine. It's my game on my thing. You can't take it from me. You can't shut it off. You can't do anything to that game. It's mine. You can't patch it. You can't fix it. You can't update it. True ownership applies the ability to do with it whatever you wanted, and you never had that ability. Well, then do you not own a car, Eugene? Because you can't do whatever you want with your car. You can't drive it into a building. You can't blow it up in a field. Right? You can't light it on fire. That would, you, you would get in trouble for that. It's your car, but you can't just do whatever you want with it. I've got all these bags of fertilizer. I don't understand why the FBI is on my doorstep. It's mine. I can do it. No, there's plenty of things you own that you can't do whatever you want with them. <laughs> I owned that video game. I own a movie when I pop when I pop it in. You owned a copy, not the software. Right, but there was a sense of ownership. If I go and buy a DVD of, you know, It's a Wonderful Life, I own that. That's mine. I bring it into my house. I can watch it whenever I want. They can't take it from me. They can't shut it off. They can't alter scenes. They can't edit it. They can't put Jabba the Hutt in place of Potter, you know, in in the movie. They can't do that. It's mine, right? There's a sense that it's mine. There's a sense of ownership. Now, I'm not ranting and raving about this because I think it's like a problem. There is an element and there is a a level of saying, you've created the infrastructure, you have created the servers, and you're letting me come hang out there. I get get that. I get that. I'm not saying that that, 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 that can't be that way. 
right? If if there was an interactive television show and I paid for it and I put the DVD in, but it accessed servers and brought up scenes that changed week to week or month to month, and I could navigate, it was like a choose-your-own-adventure story. Well, of course I don't actually own that because they've built the infrastructure that runs it all. That's where the line got blurred. I mean, the, the beginning, the beginning, truly, more than likely, I, I, I don't know how accurate this statement is, but I'm going to go with it. I would say the beginning of MMOs and games like Quake and Unreal Tournament, that was the beginning of the idea that there can be a service underneath that can generate insane amounts of money. So, you know, Quake 3 and Unreal Tournament, you had to find servers to play on. People had to invest in servers. I would play on a Michigan server because they had like a T1 backbone that they could put the server on. I, if that server went down, I, there was no way I couldn't play Quake. I mean, I could, but I'd, I'd have to settle for like a, a, a central or western server. So it was like, there was no way, there was no way, there was no infrastructure built by ID Software or id Software if you're a weirdo. ID Software didn't build an infrastructure so there was just always servers available. And then in walks EverQuest and World of Warcraft. The idea that you can pay a fee to have access to servers and updates that are simply there. And so that was like the beginning of this idea. Well, you're paying for access. You don't own the game. You bought that disc at GameStop just so it just you could install it. It's not yours. We own the servers. What is seriously absurd is that hard copy disc purchases are misleading because as soon as the internet support for the game disappears, the game disc isn't playable anymore. It depends on the game sci-fi man. It depends on the game. If you go and buy, you know, God of War, unless Sony disappears off of the earth, you can always play that game. At least the the the, the version on the disc. Any day one, week one patches or updates that come behind, you might not have access to if the entire Sony infrastructure goes down. Like, if they're just gone. Well, you could still uh, turn on a PlayStation with no internet, and the software would run, and the game would run. There are exceptions to that rule, but in many cases, you're right. You buy the disc, you install it, and that's it. You're just that's just getting you access to their servers. If they stop supporting the servers, you have nothing. You have a coaster. Right? What what are you going to do with your Anthem CD? What? You give it to a preschool and they can do crafts with it. They could make a, you know, a wind chime out of it. There's nothing you can do with that Anthem disc. It's nothing. You can still play D1 all the OG content without issue. I mean, for a while, right you can't play if they ban you the point is is that these games are just selling you they're just selling you access now halo infinite the reason we got on this subject is i think people accept to a certain degree right gamers have a hard time with this we don't we don't do we don't do well with accepting really anything we don't we don't do well with accepting change human beings in general aren't very good at this right Tell somebody that you're going to eat at 5.30 and then come back when it's 5.15 and say, we misspoke, it's going to be 6.30 and see how people handle that, right? You know, that, that, that's not fun. We don't do well with change because expectations 
are the leading cause of frustration. If you have expectations that you're going to eat at 5.30 and you intentionally planned out your day and you're hungry and you're ready to rock and you find out it's going to be another hour and 15 minutes before you eat, like, that's incredibly disappointing. That's the worst feeling, right? You're like, man, I am literally, I'm, I'm going to fall over. And so... I don't think we're very good at dealing with change. I don't think we're dealing... I don't think we're good at dealing with when people fiddle with our games. However, however, I think expectations are typically in a healthier place when you're playing an arena shooter and a patch goes out or a nerf or a buff goes out. Why? Because there's just something more sort of woven into that game's identity that they're like, well, that's just going to happen. Yeah, that gun was spawning too often. That gun had a reload exploit that people were taking advantage of. You know, that gun's damage was a little too high at mid-range or whatever the frick's going on. Now, obviously, people will complain and people will get angry and say, you know, we're tired of the nerfs or we're tired of whatever. But at the same time, I think there's a different expectation. Anytime you have a looter RPG investment angle I'm, I'm, I'm telling you I just think it change I just think it changes the way that people approach the conversation you know do you think Halo PvE will get new story beats maybe in small mission each season it is called infinite I'm gonna tell you right now I would say one year into this franchise, we're no longer playing as as Master Chief in the campaign. That's my prediction. I think they're going to spend the game's first year and the seasons that come out, you're going to be taking your Spartan that you customize and get armor for and invest in and earn stuff on a battle pass for. You're going to be taking him on missions. I think the main story you'll play is Master Chief. And then everything else? No. I don't think so. I think everything else you're going to start to play as your Spartan. And the reason for that is quite simple. They've basically said that. They have essentially said that you are going to start to take your Spartan out on missions and out on these things and these quests and stuff and that the goal of that is to give people a sense of like you're taking your Spartan and investing in the story expansion. Now, the reason the reason I think that they're doing that, the reason I think that they're doing that is because they want you to become invested in your character because that drives engagement, that drives purchase, that drives care and concern over battle passes, that drives care and concern over over customization, uh, care and concern over all the all of the cosmetics that they might sell, you know what I mean? Um, and so I think that's their goal. What they'll likely do with Master Chief is they'll turn him into an AI voice. Okay, the Master Chief actor is seventy. This is a ten-year plan. He'll be eighty by the end. Is still alive. Too risky to bank on one character, right? And if they let you turn him in, you know how you can customize your AI. I think they'll have him. They'll, they'll have him record a ridiculous amount of audio so if you want to have him be your AI you know or maybe they even develop technology that can emulate his voice or something I don't know but I think they're going to turn him into an AI like you'll be able to customize your little AI to sound like him and you'll be playing as your Spartan 
and think about it in in three years if you're heavily invested in your spartan and their stories and seasons and all these things coming out like you're you're i just think you're more likely to care like i don't think people i think people stop caring about a main character when it's ongoing you know like i could picture like assassin's creed is a great example assassin's creed is like yeah, I don't think you'd want to play a live service game as the same character all the time. You'd want your own character. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're, you know, Assassin's Creed Infinity game, that's what you do is you literally make your own assassin. You become invested in the fact that like you picked this beard or that hairstyle or this armor, or you gave him this this skin tone or this build or this 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 RPG investment trajectory that you gave them. He was kept alive by Cortana, if I remember right, so it could be that he takes himself out not being able to erase her in the end. I mean, maybe. Excuse me. If you guys are enjoying the show, smash the like button and take our poll in the chat. We need about 50 more likes to roll over to 300. The poll is kicking and moving. 417 votes. Halo Infinite Technical Test the Halo Infinite technical preview did seeing it or playing change your mind now you could say no and be like no it didn't change my mind i'm i'm thrilled i'm i'm, I'm i was already going to buy it so you could answer no or yes in positive or negative they're not it's not exactly a a hard science here and people are submitting questions if you're a paying member you can submit questions uh, and we will get to those shortly uh, so if you're new this is basically a safe for work uh, it's a safe for work radio broadcast throughout the week, a video game radio, basically. Uh, and we'll just put Horizon delayed for the other subject, and then we'll put um, what is this? Apex PS4 Bandwave. Um, there we go. I think we uh, we should probably maybe pull up some of these questions. You know. Maybe. Uh, Ratchet says, why do they get banned on PS4? I'll, t- I'll, I'll do the recording here in a little while. They're basically, there was a massive surge of people doing a dashboarding glitch. And uh, they caught them. And uh, they banned a lot of people. Their recent ban wave was mostly PS4. And that's what they were doing. There was some dashboard thing. So... Spooks says, did you play any more of the flight over the weekend on the new maps against the better AI or with any of the new weapons or the grapple? I tried to play. We, we had relatives in town, so I didn't have a ton of time. I wanted to play on the new map and record a, uh, and record a video for gaming, but the game crashed. I was going to play like one round and get familiar with the map before recording because I didn't want to be like bumbling around. And I liked the way the new map played. And I saw and heard some of the new weapons and didn't get my hands on any of them. So, unfortunately, I did not get a chance to sample uh, any of the uh, any of the new stuff. But it looked good. It really, really looked good. Um, there, I saw a lot of the feedback. A lot of the feedback seemed to be that the uh, the the nature of that second map was that it was also very balanced. So they banned people for quitting the game. Uh, seems like some weak sauce. No, 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 no. It wasn't just quitting the game. It was a dashboarding exploit. I forget. I forget what exactly it did. I can. I'll, re, I'll be able to read the report to you. 
it wasn't just people rage quitting gilly it was it was some it was it was something more uh nefarious than that because you could always dashboard back in the day i mean there was call, you could dashboard in call of duty and like it wouldn't ruin your your win streak so whenever i tell people that we had like an actual legitimate win streak in call of duty that's what i mean um let's see here uh right here players were banned for abuse of an rp loss forgiveness exploit dashboarding and abuse of a matchmaking exploit allowing high rank players into the bronze lobby to farm so it was more nefarious than just like rage quitters you know what i mean they didn't ban a bunch of a bunch of angry children who were breaking their controllers they banned people who were abusing the system Others were using it to get into lower ranked lobbies. Yeah, Hex has got the Hex has got the details. Uh, there you go. So, yeah, they actually turned on actual PvP last night before closing. I didn't get to try it out. Yeah, I didn't get to try out uh, any of the actual PvP. I was only ever playing against the bots, and it was a bummer. Uh, it was a bummer that that I didn't get a chance to uh, to experience the the true pvp because i would have liked to i I would have liked to have done that in a game that records your losses you should get punished or banned for force quitting or dashboarding uh to avoid that well in general the problem with that distorted is you you got to have at least one level of forgiveness you know if i have a disconnect or someone comes to the door i get a phone call you know, if you give me one, give me one every couple of hours. If I sit down for a two or three hour play session and I've not played in a while, you know, if something happens or my power goes out or my internet goes out or I got to run to the store or whatever, or my kid spills something, I'm like, oh shoot. Like, you got to give me at least one. You can give me one. I don't think that's, that's asking for much, right? But yeah, I believe the test is over. I believe it's all been, it's all been shut down. So... Yeah, or the dog starts throwing up. That's really specific, hot like robot. Is that is that a common problem for you? I mean, I hate pub stomping as much as most people, but banning people seems a bit much for using a game bug to stay in lower level lobbies. No, no, frick them, ban them. At least, at least, at least a suspension. You can't. You have to understand something. These games need to start taking aggressive stances on this stuff. No, get the frick out of here. Get out of here. Like. We are trying to make money with a product that hundreds of people or more have spent time building and thousands of people are trying to enjoy. And you want to come in here and exploit and jack around and mess with people? No, get the frick out. Leave and don't come back. That's my attitude about it. Get out. You're harming our product. It's a matchmaking ban. I'm assuming they'd be eventually like revoke it if it's just a matchmaking ban. Yo, Sven, upgraded to tier 4. Thank you for doing that, Sven. We have five tiers of membership. If you've ever wanted to support this channel directly, you can hit the join button or use the join command in chat. No, you ruin other people's uh, game experience by doing the ban them. That's what I'm saying. Like, a suspension is a fair punishment. Get smacked on the hand for exploiting the game, uh, but we still want you to come back. Yeah, I mean, they still want to make money off these people, but more than likely, Gilly, they hit some of the worst offenders, I would think. Yo, T-Bone. What color is that? Is that a red one? That's a red one. T-Bone with a red badge. 
I can't tell with these glasses on. The red and the pink look the same. <laughs> uh, if you're curious about my glasses, you can use the glasses command. Um, does Sven get to choose your shirts now? No, that's not. No, that's not. No. That's pink. Is it really? It's pink. <laughs> my eyes were still adjusting. Frick. It's pink. Sorry. I thought T-Bone had been around for a long time. I think I assumed it was red. Sure, suspend them for a couple of days or something. Make it not worth their time, I guess. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think there are times where a suspension makes way more sense than a ban, okay? I think I think there are times where a suspension does make more sense than a ban. If, like, griefing and exploits, you hit them with, like, a week. That's pretty painful, right? But if you're if if you're using a flat out cheat or a hack or something or you're knocking people offline like that's there's no question that's a first time strike you're out of here gone goodbye but you know you're doing a matchmaking thing where you're backing out of games and exploiting the matchmaking so that you can get matched against like weaker players or something okay yeah, give them give them a 2 week suspension you get the frick get out of here you can't be doing that. You know, you're hurting our servers and you're hurting our players. Have you heard or seen that Bungie and Ubisoft have filed a lawsuit against the largest cheat organization, Ring One? Isn't it interesting that you can take legal action when somebody actually has done something wrong? Isn't that interesting? I'll be I'll be curious how, how long it takes for that company just to settle out of court. Ring One trying to stand up against Bungie and Ubisoft, that's a tall order. Dave says, more of a lurker in chat. Happy to have finally reached a red badge. Thanks for all the content this past year. Thank you, Dave. I greatly appreciate that. Thank you very much. Can you get prescription versions of those blue blocking glasses if you're short-sighted? Yes, you can. They have both options. Have we hit 300 likes yet? It looks like we're close. Are we close? We're close. 265. Come on, chat. Almost 500 viewers. Roll those likes over. If you're new to the stream... We cover a variety of topics every day. The lead topic is the Halo Infinite technical test. I'll be giving you my review thoughts on it shortly. Paying members are submitting questions that show up on the screen, but if you hit subscribe, you can talk in chat, and subscribing is totally free. Don't forget to order coffee or use the shirt command or the glasses command if you want to check out any of our various sponsors. If you see that little pop-up that says this stream includes paid promotion, that has nothing to do with the games that I'm covering. We are just now brokering contracts that include payment for integration, and we have to say, hey, this stream includes paid promotion, right? We're, we're, getting, some, we're getting some nice contracts now, and uh, we just have to divulge that. If I'm ever paid to play or cover a game, I will tell you that, but when you see that, I would say 95% of the time you see that pop up on this stream, it's just because of one of my sponsors is paying for placement is all that's what I mean it doesn't seem like they used anything external give them a two week to make them feel it but if they use actual cheats here's the thing Gilly people gotta read the room right when mom and dad are on the war path you know better than to hit your brother or your sister right you just know you know you're probably gonna get a stronger reaction and a stronger disciplinary action if your parents are on the war path, okay? Right now, if you think Respawn with Apex Legends 
or any of the studios in charge of Call of Duty, if you think they're going to play nice or light on the sentence when you exploit, cheat, or mess with their games, you're just an idiot. Like, this is a massive problem. It's a massive problem. Read the room. If you if you think like, well, we were just doing this. We weren't actually... Shut the frick up. There's Every game is getting ruined by cheaters and dossers and floating Harry Potters and aimbots. Like, what do you think's going to happen if you start messing around with an exploit and get caught? Do you think they're going to take the time to like go to family court and decide your fate? No. Ban. Whoop. Get out of here. Bye-bye. They don't have time for this. They don't have time for this. What are they? Thousands upon thousands of people playing. Hundreds of thousands of accounts banned for cheating. And they're supposed to figure out the difference between an exploiter and a hacker. You know what I mean? Come on. Suing Ring 1 is dumb. It's not going to do anything other than shift to someone else's servers. Yeah, like XQC said he's going to he's gonna try to claim him watching highlights of the Olympics was transformative. I'm like, XQC, I love the spirit of what you're doing, but you have to understand why you can't do that. There are literal contracts. <laughs> there are literal contracts that keep you from doing that. Locked tight, copyright protected contracts. You can't do that. That would be like saying, I streamed leaked copyright NDA footage of a game and made it transformative. You can't strike the video. Yes, they can, because they can legally protect that content. They, whoever's broadcasting the Olympics or, I don't know, football, they have contracts to protect those broadcasts. If you think all you got to do is make it transformative, I got a good one for you. Do reactionary content to Disney clips from Disney movies and see how that goes for you. Well, it's transformative. Okay, fair use, as Zubair is saying, is not free use. There are things that are protected by contracts and copyright and trademark and really strict stipulations. You can't just be like, I'm going to boot up scenes of Aladdin and I'm going to do mystery science theater transformative content and it's going to be Aladdin. And you, how long do you think it's going to take for your video to get shut down and your channel to go poof into the, into the ether? There's a giant difference between like contractual protections for live broadcast sporting events and movies or TV shows. Like, go do transformative contract uh, content of a Netflix original television show. See, see how that goes for you. Why can't you do that? Why? It's very simple. Netflix paid significant amount of money to make that show and it's on Netflix and it is protective, like rigidly protected from you just re-showing it and reacting. Even if it's clips. Even if it's clips. Netflix has a vested interest in saying that's literally part of our business structure. We've, We've spent millions on this show. You can't do your transformative content. Get the frick out of here. You're not Kevin Hart. You're not Snoop Dogg. You're not under contract to sit on a desk under brand-approved 
you know, coverage with logos and all this other stuff. You're you're just a streamer, right? Streamers need to settle the frick down. Streamers and YouTubers need to settle the frick down because all you're going to do is make things way worse. You're going to make things way worse. You're 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 not special. You're not special. Transformative free use content applies to public free use content like public persons and public things not contractually protected broadcasts of sporting events it's like it's you're you're turning into that ant on facebook who like reads a blog and think it applies to everything well i read this article about fair use and so that means that i can just no you can't Do you see anybody doing reaction transformative content with sporting events or Netflix movies and TV shows or Disney movies and TV shows? No! Why? Because it doesn't fall under fair use. I couldn't believe it. I was like, why don't you just take a bucket of money and throw it down in a blender while you're at it? Just just throw cash away. You're not going to win. Unless, in his mind, the long game is press. I, you know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe you're just playing the long game of getting press coverage about it. You're, you, why don't you just write me a check for a, for a million dollars, and I'll just get on the phone with you and be like, you're stupid. Stop it. And then you'll, I'll save you buckets of cash by doing that. Just pay me instead. You're literally throwing money away. What are you doing? There's Mandalorian reaction videos in WandaVision 2. I think with with shows and TV shows, uh, you got it's a fine line. You would uh, you wouldn't find me doing that. You wouldn't find me doing that. Heck no. Heck no. Absolutely not. It'd be too easy for them to come in and say you showed too much or whatever. They they were worried about Baby Yoda leaking. They were striking down podcasts and YouTube channels that were about Mandalorian before Mandalorian ever aired an episode. They get claimed a lot. We did repeat theater, if you remember. Yeah, we never showed footage. Mike would show like screenshots. Ooh, even that's dangerous. Even that's dangerous. <coughs> Yeah, like music. Right, right. Yeah. I read that headline and I was like, brother, there are good wars to fight on the content creator battlefield and you are over playing in a mud puddle thinking you're going to make chocolate cake. Like, I don't know what in the frick you're doing, but you're not helping the cause. They have fair usage timers. They can use a set amount of time for reactions, but they have to be really careful. Yeah, yeah, I know Angry Joe gets claimed all the time. Yeah, you gotta walk a fine, fine line. You really, really do. And sporting events are under, like, there's all kind of broadcasting contracts and rights that goes into that. Like, watch the NFL and listen to that guy rattle off the the redistribution of an NFL sporting event. Like, if you get a sports bar, you gotta go through all sorts of stuff to get the approval to, like, have X number of TVs and, like, X number of games on. Like, it's not as simple as being like, hey, come to my sports bar. Yeah, I've got a splitter and a repeater and I've got 18 televisions running the game. No, you get in big trouble if you don't do it right. Same thing with playing music in your business establishment. You gotta get a Muzak 
Muzak with an A. I think it's AK. Muzak license if you want to play the music. <clears throat> when you make repeat theater your personal channel, what's going to happen to the other reviews already on that channel? I have no idea, Atwood. I have no idea. Could be YouTube compression thing, but the graphics didn't look as good as I thought they would. Crowded, I would say that's related to two things. First and foremost, it was a technical test. They may have certain things to tone down, not polished, and rough around the edges. Okay? Even Destiny 2 went through that. Like, one of their first expansions went through and did a bunch of UI cleanups to just make certain things look prettier. Even Destiny did that. So, the technical test could be rough around the edges. Number two, it's PvP. That's not the focal point. It's not the focal point. The focal point is a smooth and reliable experience. And I think you get that you get that from stripping things down. Right? If you went and played Uncharted 4, th- this might surprise you. It surprised me. Uncharted 4 had PVP in it. Did you know that? Did you know that like apparently there are people that really like playing Uncharted PVP? It's a thing. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. Thank you so much. Uh, backyard explanations ordered a bag of Rageous Roast here catch I'll throw it to you there it is look at that bag look at that look how look how highbrow that is I wish the green didn't get chroma keyed soon soon we won't be on chroma key as often so the bag will look a little nicer order Rageous Roast today at RageousRoast.com or the coffee command in chat supports me and my family directly we ship it we package it up. It's a, it's basically a family a family owned side mist. Look fine on my screen. It chroma keys out the green stripe on the microphone. <laughs> so that's all. That's all. What are your thoughts on the on the grapple shot and the sprint system? Same with the personal AI thing. So I thought the sprint I thought the sprint was fine. I didn't get a chance to use grapple shot. I'm hearing murmurings that the grapple shot you know, might be too strong or whatever, right? I'm, I'm hearing that. So, um, we, we are, we are all, you know, we, I never want to start driving a narrative that like something needs nerfed, but anytime you have equipment in a game like that, that gives you an ability, this is going to be something that people debate. It's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. If I can run to a spot on the map and grab an item that gives me, you know, a jetpack. Well, I mean, you're going to have to talk about how long does the jetpack last? How fast is it? How high can I go? How often does it spawn? How long do I get to keep it? Like, you got to answer all those questions because it can sway fights, sway the sway the course of a battle, right? But if you remember Uncharted 4 having PvP, Uncharted 4's PvP looked like a different video game. It didn't look like Uncharted 4. I I thought I was literally playing like third person Soldier of Fortune. You remember Soldier of Fortune? I was like, what the frick is this? I remember I went in and I was like, wow, what's going on? Yeah, no dark, no dark roast yet. Looking forward to getting my Steam Deck. I got the highest end model. Can't wait. Nice, nice, nice. Reach made a jetpack. Have a ton of noise so you'd hear him take off. Right. That too. All the equipment was OP. The invis was undetectable, said Zubair. Says Zubair. I'm talking about Halo. It looked fine on my screen. Big Mo, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. I thought the Halo Infinite 
preview, the Halo Infinite technical preview, for a technical preview looked great. I was like, I think it looks fine. I, I, I didn't expect, like, I didn't expect to boot up and be like, look at the ray tracing and the cascading light beams coming from the sky and the photorealistic grass. No. No. I bet it frames consistently. I need to go back and play it on PS5. That's exactly what it was, Eugene. And that's one of the reasons it looks so different. It jumps up to 60 FPS. Uncharted 4 barely maintains 30 FPS in some areas, but their PvP, 60. Whoop, whoop. Real smooth. Now, the fact that they have that kind of agility inside that game and then it's inside its engine gives me really, really big hopes for that PC port. Because that document leaked that showed they have plans to bring that to PC, and I am very excited to see what that turns into. If you guys are new and haven't hit subscribe yet, hit subscribe and the bell button. It lets you talk in my chat. Subscribing is free. doesn't cost anything. Monday through Friday, we're here doing a talk show like this. We do gameplay in the afternoons, so roughly two streams a day usually. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster, so a lot of people throw me on in the background like video game radio. Today's lead topic is Halo Infinite Technical Test, my review of it, but we also have news about Horizon Forbidden West getting delayed and Apex Legends doing a recent ban wave and hitting a lot of PS4 players, and we'll be talking about that throughout the stream paying members can submit questions they're right on the screen radical submitted this question last night this is a good reason to be in our discord server she submitted this in the discord she says in what scenario is forbidden west being pushed back a positive thing for playstation i can't think of it being a positive thing for playstation i they wanted they wanted a, a holiday release and this takes that away you want you want microsoft to be king for the holidays cuz they're going to be I'm telling you right now, Halo Infinite and Horizon Forbidden West are nothing alike. Doesn't matter. They're going to have a free-to-play PvP game and a, and a campaign hitting the holidays with their with their a banner, uh, you know, a flagship title. Now, the only thing that, that that could come from this is if Halo Infinite launches and isn't ready and has tons of problems and is a disaster. Well, then Sony could be like, whew. We didn't rush Horizon. It can land how it's supposed to, and and we'll be all the better for it. Why don't you try the grapple in Halo? I I, I only played on Friday. Uh, dolphins popping dolphins. I only played on Friday. When I went to play on the weekend, I played for all of sixty seconds, and it crashed on me. I was very sad. I was very sad because I was I was surprised. I was extremely surprised. I was enjoying it as much as I was. So, you can use the question command or the Q command to submit questions. If you're a paying member, they show up on screen. You don't got to be a paying member to talk in my chat, though, and I'll respond to almost anybody. So, I respond to people regardless of if they have a, a sub badge or not. They're going to have Halo and Battlefield as their lead console. Yeah. Yeah. You can see Halo 5 DNA and in Infinite still with the slide jumping physics. I'm so happy to see that. Well, here's the thing, though. They, uh, I felt like it was a balance between the old and the new. I am not a Halo expert by any stretch, but I felt a combination of the old and new. I said, this is Halo, but it certainly is a, a flashier, prettier, faster Halo. You know, it, I, I, I sensed that it was, uh, it had been upticked quite a bit and in the right ways. Grapple is very powerful, says Zubair. 
but you only get three uses, so very limited. Oh, well, that's probably a good way to keep it in check. Like I said, anytime you make something on the field that's going to give you an ability, those are all the questions you have to ask, right? Um, we have Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut coming out on August 20th. Right, but that's not the holiday season, Atwood. November and December, especially November, is huge for a variety of reasons. Number one, if you launch prior to November 15th, you're in contention for video game awards and you're in ahead of the surge of purchases. You know? Like a surge of purchases happens week of Thanksgiving and after, right? Ghost, Death Stranding, Kina, Deathloop, Sony Holiday is fine. Yeah, none of those are flagships, Eugene, and two of those are just director's cuts. Keen is not a flagship, and neither is Deathloop, and Deathloop can Deathloop's going to be on other platforms. So I, that that that's not Eugene. Hear me out. That's not a bad lineup. I think Kina looks very promising. Okay, Kina Bridge of Spirits might benefit from this Horizon Forbidden West thing. <laughs> they might be they might be kind of salivating like ooh. Like, we might be more popular now, you know. Uh, especially they could do, like, a holiday sale and mark the game down $10 and freaking have a surge of sales because everyone's like, well, Horizon didn't come out, so let me take out this Keenan Bridge of Spirits game, you know. Deathloop is a PS5 exclusive? I thought it was a timed exclusive. I thought it was also on place. I thought it was also on PC. Are you sure about that? Is it a console exclusive, timed exclusive, or an actual legitimate exclusive because I thought for sure it was also on PC Zivik says it's timed they have to put consoles on the shelves have you seen the game sales for miles when stock gets released yeah I mean that's a, that's an angle to consider here what Eugene is saying is that the PlayStation 5 starts to get in circulation and then they release Horizon Forbidden West so instead of having 10 million in circulation they could have 20 million in circulation you know you also have to remember Horizon Forbidden West is getting cross-generational support, so it doesn't really matter. It'll sell like gangbusters. Deathloop is a legit PlayStation exclusive. Okay. Alright. We're getting we're getting mixed responses here. Uh, Deathloop platforms. Launching on calls to console exclusively for PS5 and on PC. So, it's not, it's not exclusive, and it sounds like it's just launching on PlayStation. It sounds like a timed exclusive to me, which will certainly help the holiday lineup. I worry there's going to be another Returnal, though. I think it's going to, it's not going to appeal to a massive audience the way a single-player flagship title like Horizon would, you know? Still waiting on that Horizon Zero Dawn PS5 update. I don't think you're ever going to get one. I don't think you're ever going to get one. I think they're too busy working on the next game. Last thing they're going to do is try and push out a patch for it. I mean, unless the delay allows them to do that, I just don't think so. Um, I just don't think so. Three to four later, three to four years later, it'll come to PC. Yeah, yeah. Um. The next question was from Echo Hammer or Sven says, what does the Halo technical preview tell you about the future of Halo multiplayer? 
Are you excited more than before now that you've got your hands on it? I see potential, right? Okay, so Zivic found a report. The PS5 timed console exclusive death loop will not hit Xbox until at least September of 2022. So almost a year. <laughs> Excuse me. Almost a year. Deathloop is a Microsoft game. Not according to this report from October the 7th of, um, oh, I'm sorry, July 10th. From July 10th of this year, so less than a month ago, we've got a report saying that the PS5 is a timed exclusive. So it'll hit Microsoft almost a year later. Oh, it is Microsoft? Wait, so it's a Microsoft game? And they sold a timed exclusive to PS5? Pre-existing contract. Oh, because it's Bethesda. Now I understand. Now I understand. So Deathloop is a Bethesda game, which essentially is Microsoft property, but not really, right? They got to spend the weekend at Dad's house first before they come home to the Xbox. Okay. All right. What do you think of the personal AI system? Which one did you use? And did you use any of the new robo prosthetics? I, I, I looked at the robo prosthetics. I think I put some on my legs. I thought they looked cool. And then I didn't mess around with the personal AI system. Spider-Man got a patch with Miles Morales. Why not Horizon Zero Dawn? Different developers, different aims and goals. Um... When Spider-Man got its patch, Miles Morales was built around, I think, a, a very similar structure, and they they probably used the old game maybe to test certain things out, you know? I think they did the same thing with God of War. I think God of War got its update on the PS5 because they were testing what they could do with Ragnarok. Unfortunately, with Horizon Forbidden West, I think Horizon Zero Dawn was built in a way where when they ported it to PC, a lot of the character animations, facial animations, and clothing animations were not built for 60 FPS. So, even though you can get the game to run decent on PC, there are certain elements of Horizon Zero Dawn that just look really, really wacky. And Miles Morales was built on the same map, exactly what Eugene is saying. It was basically all the same the same core foundational assets of Miles Morales. So when they were working on updating the original Spider-Man, they were benefiting whatever they were also doing for Miles. So unfortunately, for Horizon Zero Dawn on PlayStation 5 getting an update, the reason I think it's incredibly unlikely is they're trying to get their sequel off the ground, and they didn't build it in the same world, same map, nothing. They're trying to make the next Horizon pretty pretty strong, pretty revolutionary. So, I, I, think, that's, I think that's standing in the way, you know. Could you uh, out the question numbers back on the screen? It's hard to tell where my question is in the queue. We don't like people knowing where I am in the queue. (laughs) Sorry, Gilly. (laughs) We didn't like that because people would be like, oh, he's on question 14 of 15 and I'd get like slammed with a bunch of questions. So, sorry. New Carnage trailer. Oh, really? Is there a launch date? Is there a launch date? I'm excited for that. I like the I like the first Carnage movie a lot. It really surprised me. I enjoy so many movies, so many more movies because I just go in thinking, I'm, I'm gonna let this movie just do its own thing. I'm not gonna go in with expectations, and uh, it makes a big difference. 
Robo-Prosthetic is kind of mad because at the point that you replace both arms and legs, what's the point of even having a Spartan? Right. Next month, no solid date. Wait, they put a trailer out for a movie and just said next month? What? It just says fall. Oh, okay. I was like, what in the world? That would be the weirdest thing ever. (laughs) Coming soon to a theater near you and streaming in September, maybe. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) First Carnage movie? Pile of heads, pile of bodies. (laughs) I love that, dude. I love it. I love it. Pile of heads, pile of bodies. I, lo- I thought it was great. What first Carnage movie? Oh, I'm sorry. I said Carnage. I meant to say Venom. I apologize. My apologies. My apologies. Did somebody put Carnage in chat? Yeah, Sacrificer said new Carnage trailer. Right, right, right. Sorry. Sorry. It's a Venom trailer, but it's, it's for the movie that has Carnage in it. I apologize. Venom launches September 24th. Where'd you hear that, Sven? Um, the amount of money I'd pay to see Venom join the MCU as Spider-Man yeah that that needs to happen that needs to happen coming soon if we get around to it just looked it up Uncharted 4 campaign is 60 on PS5 (gasps) no it's not quit telling lies Eugene did they do an update or is it just harness the power did they did they do something for PS4 Pro how do they swing that because there are games that harness the PS4 Pro and on PS5 they uptick. Never mind, it was a mod. I was going to say, you are telling lies. I would have played that. We would have had a thumbnail. Anytime PS5 games get an update, we have really good results. We played a really old Tomb Raider game the other day and had great results from people interested tuning in, and I, I had a great time with it. So, hey, if you're just tuning in, we're discussing the Halo Infinite technical preview, my review, my thoughts of it. You can ask me questions in chat. Paying members can ask questions on this form. You got to hit subscribe to talk in my chat. I'm a safer work broadcaster Monday through Friday. Thanks for being here. I'm surprised they're putting a movie out when half the world won't get to watch it. If they can leverage streaming services, I think some of these companies could start to make good money. I really, really do. I mean, the the Black Widow debacle is sad because Scarlett Johansson deserved her own movie a long time ago and they completely messed that timing up. She's she's a great, I think she's a, a much stronger actor than people realize. And I think she'd have been she'd have made for a great lead, and I think they got a great cast. The timing of that is so unfortunate, and and now she's you know she's suing them. Um, could you at least put the number of the question you're on so we can see how far you're in, uh, not how there are in a total? No, no, I like the layout how it is. I, I just we we already are we're we're already risking putting too much on the screen. So I understand why you're asking, but. There's, I'm, I'm just, we're not, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. She's going to win the case too. Oh, is she going to win? I figured when Disney took a, a, took a personal shot at her publicly and mentioned the sickie, I was like, oh man, Disney's not going to (laughs) win. I honestly thought that. I thought that. I was like, oh, Disney's not going to win because they're making it personal. They're angry. If they were going to win, they wouldn't say anything. It'll never get to court, but she's about to get paid a fat settlement. Yeah, they'll probably just settle out of court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, Emma Stone's weighing her options with respect to uh, um, uh, 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 Cruella. Yeah, Cruella. She made $20 million so far and just wants more. 
listen, it's Disney. We what are you what are you worried about? <laughs> oh. What happened with Scarlet? She's suing Disney. The contract stipulated Disney wouldn't release it on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. She had a contract and and they didn't honor it. You know, it's funny how that works when people breach contracts. No matter how big they are, you can sue and get a settlement. It's interesting to think about. Um, yeah. So I need to answer Sven's question. I got on a side tangent. I need to answer Sven's question. So, what does the Halo technical preview tell you about the future of Halo multiplayer? All I can say is when I look at a game, if I see potential, I don't do the whole, this game's going to be a hit thing, but with new world, I played it for a couple hours. and I was like, I think there's potential here. I did that with Fortnite. I did that with apex. There's been a lot of games where I get my hands on it and I'm like, dude, I, I, I this has got potential. They got, you got a hit on your hands, right? And I will say, after playing it, after getting my hands on it, I'm excited for a handful of things. Number one, I'm excited to have a game that we can formulate a community around. Now, we're never gonna we're never gonna take this channel and make it a Halo channel. But there's something that's so fun about having a game that I can play and dissect and talk about. And here's a new season. Here's a new battle pass. Let's talk about this gameplay change or this patch or this nerf or that buff. Those conversations are lively, passionate, and fun. And in the background, the backdrop of that, we're playing together and having community nights and I'm having events with you guys where I'm like shoutcasting your gameplay and we're doing like community tournaments and we bring back split screen. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, I dig that. I dig that. That's fun. So I see potential for massive success and popularity, but I also see potential for us just to have a really good time with it. Now, me seeing that potential doesn't mean potential is always realized. I saw potential in the arenas mode in Apex Legends, and it hasn't really gone anywhere. Now, some of that's not my fault in my prediction. Like, hey, I think this has got potential to be the next big esport. They don't have any. They don't have any motivation for high skilled players to play in there. They don't have any rank. There's no ranked mode, right? One of the reasons that I think Valorant immediately got traction with competitive folks was that what like two weeks in they launched ranked and it made a huge difference right wait for ranked arenas to drop tomorrow hey i've not altered my prediction sven i still think apex legends arenas has massive competitive esport potential because it could stand on the tactical shooter battlefield and have its own take on things because valorant exploded and arenas could as well. You need ranked as a as a foundation, as an undercurrent to get those competitive players in there. You know? Um, I didn't even think about how good your shoutcasting could be in Halo. It's going to be great. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I think... And I'm not even... Here's the thing about shoutcasting. I'm not even do, I'm not even considering doing it and bringing back split screen so that like I could get like contracts to shoutcast and work with these companies cuz to be quite honest that's probably a lost cause to a certain extent but when you build your own thing you don't need to go and do stuff with other people right I, if 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 we if we build our own thing we build our own playground you know we don't we don't have to we don't have to go and do any of that stuff you know would you shoutcast Apex, both BR and Arenas? 
The challenge with shoutcasting Apex Rad is number one, I don't like it that much. Number two, I'm not familiar enough to know if that's even like a possibility. Could we have like a tournament where you guys all play and I spectate? Is that like a thing? That's like baked into Halo's DNA. You know? And I think Halo's a little bit of a closer match for this community. Um... I don't know. I don't know. There's there's a there's a handful of barriers there. There's a handful of barriers. I have to I have to kind of be on the train to get it out of the station. Right? One of the challenges with Apex and ESO and other games, I'm not on the train. I'm not playing it. I'm not I'm not showing people the gameplay. So the train never leaves the station. Like no one really rallies around it in the Discord. No one really does anything with it. But I started talking Halo, started looking at Halo, started getting excited about Halo. And what happened? You guys started having community game nights with the Master Chief Collection. Now, if if the Discord doubles in size in the next 12 months, and there's a healthy amount of Apex folks in there playing all the time and using the Discord and LFG and the voice chats and everything else, well then, you know, sometimes I'm just going to respond to demand. If I'm like, well, okay, let's do something, I'll respond to the demand. But I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be able to rub the sticks together to get that fire going. I'm just not. That's not. That Apex is just not. I. I would have shoutcasted Apex if if a company wanted me to. I, I think I could. I was good at it. I remember when I shoutcasted uh, Sacriel's team just for fun. I had an absolute blast doing that. Right. Is there a chance split screen could come back with a potential Halo Infinite competitive scene? Oh, I, I've already making plans to bring split screen out of retirement. Right. I'm already making plans for that. The thing is, is I had split screen and I had two other shows that I was going to be building. One of them basically got completed and then we didn't pull the trigger on it because I I lost my entire platform. So, but they were built on the premise of watching other streamers and casting and creating content from their broadcasts. It was a super original idea. It wasn't a reaction channel. That's not what it was going to be. It was going to be high-produced shows where we would work with other streamers, okay? It was going to be a win-win because it would promote them to a broader audience. If it got super popular, then we could showcase mid-lane, not super popular, but up-and-coming streamers or up-and-coming talent or whatever. So we had a lot of really good ideas. Split Screen was the was the pilot show. I had two other shows that we were going to we were going to do. They were more comedically driven. And I was going to work with people like Ezekiel the 3rd and Paladin Amber and I was going to have them come in and help me with those shows, but I just think that ship has sailed. Now, who knows a year from now, I could reach out to people like that and they could be like Yo, I hated everything that happened to you. Obviously, I couldn't say anything publicly. I thought it was bogus. I'm, I'd be happy to work with you again. You never know. Like, the year 2022 and 2023 rolls around, and if we're doing cool stuff, then people would be like, you'd frick all that nonsense. Like, especially the, the more and more, you know, that we we push truth into the public's eye. So, but again, it might never it might never turn into anything, and I might just have to do my own thing here, which I'm totally fine with totally fine with but the other shows unfortunately required a lot of cooperative collaborative effort split screen doesn't necessarily require a lot of collaborative effort i just had to have people to shout cast and if you community source that 
truth be told that's a really big draw if you think you're amazing in a game and you come in here become a member join the discord join the community and you might get showcased on a on like a friday afternoon or something where where, where lono's doing split screen and we're having this fun little month-long tournament thing like that could really be something special but it I don't think I'm ever going to get to a point where people are like, oh yeah, dude, you can shoutcast my content. That'll be fun. Because YouTube's just very, very different and I'm not going to promote purple. So, we'll figure it out. Okay? We'll figure it out. I always have vision for bringing back other segments or launching segments. I love it. I think the future of broadcasting and this this medium is segmented, highly produced content. I think that's why Doc wants to go to Netflix. Because you need a budget for some of that stuff, right? Outside of the D2 community, there'll be opportunities for collab content. Gaming's a big ocean. D2's a small pond. I mean, I agree with that. Random, but I keep my MacBook plugged in to power all the time, and it started just keeping the battery charge at 80. That's really helpful for battery health. Yeah, yeah. Frowns in purple. I mean, Rad, you know, you know that you're a homie and a bro, but like, you know what I'm saying? I can't promote and stream that content over there. I just can't do it. I wouldn't I wouldn't I would feel gross. When there were live events happening recently, I was like, I will only co-stream if it's streaming on YouTube. I will not co-stream something happening over there. Um In twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, twenty twenty will be mostly remembered for year of the sicky. Only people in the Destiny community are going to remove remember you getting canceled. Most people outside of that pool probably don't even know what happened. Right. Well, and again, if you're doing dope stuff and you've got sponsors and a successful brand, people be like, clearly that was nothing. Clearly that was a bunch of that was a bunch of nonsense. <coughs> Rachel Spartan community, right. <sighs> you know. The only way I would start to work with purple folks again is if I can if I can get if I can get leverage and get and get back what I'm owed, which that's just going to be a real expensive you know experiment <laughs> that I don't I don't know if I feel like doing it. Some weeks I'm like yeah I want to try and get it all back and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna get my lawyer to, to file a breach of contract thing, but then I'm like dude do you have any idea of, like I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money. We're on such a great path right now, right? We are on an amazing path. And I, we, we, we've got more coffee flavors coming. We got sponsors rolling in. I got contracts rolling in. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? In two years, am I going to be, am, am I going to be happy that I threw, threw thousands of dollars away trying to get a channel back on a platform that I, I genuinely hope it, it fails and, and gets its just due for the internal corruption and for what it did to me. I really do. I, I hope it gets it just, it's just due. I, I'd rather, I'd rather, just never, never attempt to get it back. You know, it just depends. One week, one week, I'm like, let's do it, and then the other weeks, I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> You're a natural shoutcaster that needs to be showcased. Well, I appreciate it. I, we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Talent and persistence are stronger than, you know, high school gossip and drama. So, with enough distance and time, talent and persistence will win, as well as you know, truth and evidence. But you know. We'll make those calls when we feel they're the best, when they're right to be made. Um, so, maybe think about our secret Discord, and you thought I was going to be streaming on purple. <laughs> Freaking hilly, dude! He's like, I'm gonna start. Ta- I'm gonna take a go at streaming. I was like, what? <laughs> D2 
dude, Hilly, that Dead Space video did really, really well. Like, it picked up, it picked up, like, almost 700 views after we weren't streaming. Like, it flew right over 1K, right? It flew right over 1K. You're such a Scorpio. How do you know I'm a Scorpio, and what's that supposed to mean? What channel are you talking about? Purple. Uh, a lot of good people get hurt if that platform falls. The platform deserves it. And the people that stream on it should be fighting to, to, to improve it and make it better and holding them accountable, not accepting status quo. So, a lot of those folks can go, they can, they can go down with the ship for all I care. Especially the bigger, the bigger streamers. They can go right down with the ship for all I care. People like it. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Hilly. That's right. <laughs> the Dead Space clap cra- clip cracked me up. Yeah, I wish there was an effective way to download clips. I really do. I wish there was an effective way. Yo, what's good, Snow? It's just, I literally have to load up the clip and play it and record it in an OBS, which isn't a huge deal. It's not a huge deal, but it's like, pff, this is the worst possible freaking way you could do this. I might start doing it on my phone, just recording clips there and seeing how it works. We're thinking through also like how to record, like find a one minute segment from, from a short and put that on We're you know, we're looking at, at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, just to cast that wide net. Not that we care about those platforms, but those platforms have tons of users, right? I'd move to YouTube if it bended me the same way purple does. The affiliate program is just really nice for a creator my size. Right, right. I would, and, and, and that's the thing, like, I'm good snow. I'm not, I'm like, when I wish, when I wish that company's ill and downfall, I do know that, like, there are people that I like and people, dope people like, like, uh, like Radical that are over there, they're affiliates, they're making money, they're enjoying their hobby, you know, maybe they're paying some bills, and I would hate to see that upended. At the very least, I'd love to see them bought out, clean house, and then folks like you can keep making your money. I would just love to see the company internally gutted and people and people prosecuted, but we'll see. I mean, it happened to Blizzard Activision, and I hope Purple's next. So, um, anyways, anyways, uh, Team Ain says with Horizon Forbidden West being delayed, could it be in competition with Witch Queen? No, these aren't really in the same hemisphere. Um, now, obviously, you know, Destiny has a huge audience on PlayStation, but I don't think a game like Horizon Forbidden West is is in is in contention. Now, you would have never have guessed it, but like when Red Dead Redemption 2 launched, it actually hurt Destiny's numbers. But that was a massive title, and that lasted for like a week, right? So, I'm glad I listened to your high praise of Hellblade. I'm two hours into the game, and it's an experience. Oh, it's so good. So, so good. Trying to fight Purple and Bungie is not worth it. Seeing you struggle and bounce back is not only a testament to your character, but a grand uh, influence to others. Uh, do not go quietly into that good night. Oh, I appreciate that, Cad Jockey. Thank you. You can get bigger streamers like someone like Ko knows the crappy stuff is going on. They just turn a blind eye to it. He seems like the nicest dude around, and I would hope he would speak up. I'm never going to sit here and ask someone like that. He has a family. He has, he has, he has, he has bills. He's got a kid. Right, I'm never gonna ask him to like lay his head out across the chopping block to take a stand, but there is literally no way the long-standing Justin TV guys are clueless. 
There's no way. They know. I was a small fry, and I knew all kind of nonsense was going on. So, and look, at, and, and look at what they did to me. Like, how is that not a problem? You shouldn't be streaming over there and thinking that you're comfortable and safe. Like, the platforms run like a joke, right? Like, I cannot imagine. Like, even Summit tried to get in front of the train coming for me, and look what happened to him, right? Summit was one of the few people that tried to jump in front of the train, and he didn't even name me. He didn't even name me, but I think he knew what was coming. He was, He's not an idiot. He's been around long enough to know. He's like, this poor dude's done. Like, they're, they're coming for him, and there's no... There's no due process. And purple bows bows to the woke. So they bow and worship at the altar of the woke. So they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would never expect somebody with a giant platform providing for their family to stretch out across the guillotine bucket and be like, well, I'm going to start calling this platform to be better. But, you know, they got to decide the kind of person they want to be. I was constantly calling that, that, that platform to being more accountable. I was constantly using my platform to call them to account for their inconsistency, their lack of transparency, their inconsistent execution of TOS, their lack of a public presence, their lack of response to, you know, when things happened. I was constantly calling them to account with my platform. And I knew that it was a risk of getting marked. I knew there were naughty lists and blacklists. And every time I spoke out, I knew it was with great risk. I stood up for Wish. I privately tried to figure out with the engineers why he wasn't showing up in the directory. I put him into contact with people at that company. At great risk, I did that. I knew doing that, I could potentially get put on a blacklist and stop getting love and stop getting treatment. And who knows? Maybe I stopped showing up in directories. Or, I don't know. Like I lose it all. I knew. I knew. I knew it was risky. But I... I I couldn't, I couldn't stay quiet. Yeah, I like how Asmongold calls them out. Like, they're not a good company. Quit, quit, quit retweeting and clapping their back for all their fake virtue garbage and call them to do the right thing. My situation should be publicly investigated or privately investigated, properly investigated by a third party. Anybody else that's ever been through what I went through, it should be privately investigated properly and methodically they said nothing to me no one reached out no one spoke with me we even sent a, a you know a legal document to them saying please do not take any action against the channel we feel we have both legal and non-legal defenses and we and and we would like to talk with somebody and they never spoke with me that's the that's the most ridiculous thing in the world you're staring you stare at a man who spent 5 years building a business and just bought a house for his family his primary means of income and you just press the detonate button with zero with zero due process with zero they don't do right they didn't do right by me they didn't do right by anybody it was a favor unethical breach of contract favor more than likely a favor trade in the background for something because they were known they're known for that they are known for favor trading and treating people differently according to stuff going on in the background so it's like companies like that should be investigated you, you shouldn't be able to do that to people put them in financial undue harm you know what I mean you were making the money as well we were yeah we were on a rise is the join if the join button's not showing up on mobile you can use the join command you can use the join command 
sometimes the join button doesn't show uh, on mobile so creators and more uh, need more than one revenue stream other than streaming streaming isn't enough affiliate programs merch brand deals even coffee a single revenue stream isn't safe anymore that's exactly right it's not that's exactly right it's not so um my opinion of him changed after watching the Leviathan stream that you did with him and that crew yeah because they disrespected me and talked down to me the whole time yeah that was awful (laughs) <laughs> that was awful but they were the, they were the good guys and I made it all up radical does the delay of forbidden forbidden west mean it will still launch on the PS4 or does it become a PS5 exclusive oh no 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 this will this will 100% still launch cross generational there's too many PlayStation 4s in circulation and horizon forbidden west is is a is a flagship title. They put Aloy everywhere. Yeah, I don't think so. I you know. Um I'll go to my grave knowing which couple rang purple to get you removed, calling it a fader after a partnership between Bungie and Purple had gone live. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know who. Yeah, but someone at Bungie picked up the phone 100%. No question. They didn't do anything for two weeks. Not a, it's not a single email to me. Not a single form of communication. And I defend myself publicly, and that's when the axe comes down. Yeah. Why don't you just publicly admit it was done as a favor? <laughs> a long shot, but Doc would surely be interested in sticking it to purple if that's a path you wanted to try pushing. I don't I don't know. I I personally think with Doc, there was a legitimate there was a legitimate line in a contract that they got him with and he knows he can't fight it I think he knows that I think that's why he's just not doing anything about it right the poll question is vague my mind was already made up but you can't tell if it's a positive or negative opinion it doesn't have to be intercept if your mind was already made up and you played and you were like yep this is great then you would answer no you'd be like no it didn't change my mind I'm my opinion has stayed right here so I love Doc. I do. I love Guy Beam. I would love to get on a phone call with him and talk about what we could do together. I love his product. I love his vision. I think he's. I think he's a. He's a strong, strong dude. And uh, I think he's. He is a greater testimony of virtue and change than all these fakes out there. Because he got in. He got in and did the work and 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 you know, kept things and kept his family and did the right thing. Right. And I think he's a I think he's a content creation visionary. I love Doc, but I'm telling you right now, he 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 broke he broke some line of a contract. I don't think he did anything. You had all these people claiming they knew what was going on and it was bad. No, if it was criminal, if there was litigation, we would know about it. Why? We know his full name. It would not be hard for the press to find the court documents or the criminal documents if Guy Beam was in any kind of litigation. Everyone knows his full name. He is a publicly known person. He worked as a community manager. He, he's open about who he really is. He's done interviews as Guy Beam. Like, you would know if there was anything that bad. So all those people just latched onto it for clicks and likes and retweets. And a lot of them were very quick to gloss over, right, everything that happened with me. And they rode his, they rode the train of like what happened with him. 
But I'm telling you right now, the reason we know nothing and the reason nothing has happened is because there was a line item of a contract and he broke he broke it and they used it. And I think they ignored it. Right? I think they ignored it and then Ninja and Shroud go free agent and they need to free up funds and they pull the trigger. If Ninja and Shroud never went free agent, Doc would have stayed on purple as a flagship character. Why? They needed somebody, right? They were, the the public PR for purple was bad at that point. They were losing, they were having, all their streamers were getting poached. People were getting poached to YouTube. People were getting poached to Mixer, okay? They snagged Doc. And going into their big conference, they snagged Tim. They snagged Pokimane, right? They snagged Lupo. They snagged all those people and they make them the face of purple. Why? Well, they were, they were losing they were losing big guys, right? I think the minute that Shroud and Ninja become free agent, they were like, okay, we we know we can terminate this contract and ban him. And we don't have to give we don't and that's the end of him. Just get him out of here. We want to free up the funds. Uh we want to free up the funds for these guys. Why would you pay to have them back? because they bring money they bring they bring a platform right people talk about ninja's viewership numbers if that homie farts and sends a tweet about it and an instagram about it his reach is ridiculous people do not understand the power that that guy has they don't they don't and they just think oh well he's not getting the viewers you gotta understand viewership is always gonna fluctuate Whoever is the king right now won't be the king next year. Nobody has held the crown forever. Nobody held the crown for forever. Lyric didn't hold the crown for forever. Uh, In the Destiny community, one person didn't hold the crown for forever, right? And eventually, in this realm, Ninja doesn't hold the crown for forever. Whoever's the top dog right now won't hold the crown for forever. Tfue didn't hold the crown for forever. Like, eventually, the game of King of the Hill... Someone slips and someone rises. Wait till Infinite launches. He'll be the king of that directory. And it seems like Halo is going to be good. It's possible. It's possible that Ninja can have a meteoric rise and a meteoric comeback when Halo Infinite comes out. It's also possible that he doesn't care. (laughs) It's also possible he doesn't care. Because he'll probably get paid a really, really fat amount of money to play it for the first week. And then... That's all that matters to him at this point. I think Eugene said it the other day. He's just creating generational wealth. I mean, he's... he's you think he gives a rip? He could literally boot up tomorrow and become a full-time Cooking Mama streamer, and he wouldn't he wouldn't have to worry. He'd go to his grave knowing that his great-grandchildren are provided for. <clears throat> so... Here's what I think is going to happen with Halo Infinite. I think Halo Infinite is going to be like Fortnite, and you'll have breakout, you'll have breakout players rise and be the kings and be the best, right? If I were young and competitive, I'm neither of those things. <laughs> if I were, if I were young and competitively minded, and I liked Halo, I would be eating, sleeping, and drinking Halo. That's what I would be doing. And then if, if, the, if the popularity goes away, no big deal. But that's what I would be doing. 
because I think that there will be room for the young bloods to come in. They did it in Fortnite. They did it in Fortnite. You think any of those old timers stuck around and went to tournaments and won? No. Who won the tournament? A 16-year-old won the World Cup. Not these old fogies with kids. I'm an old fogey with kids, by the way, so that's not shade. The old dudes with kids aren't winning the tournaments, right? Bugga won the World Cup, okay? He's 16. So there will be room, I think, if Halo becomes big and is super popular and there's a competitive realm and there's tournaments and esports and organizations, man, the young guys, get in there, dude. Get in there and make that money before before you tip over and you're just a little too slow and you're just a little too old to keep up. No, Ninja doesn't have children. No. Um, you think there is space for an old man potato thumb streamer? Somebody with gray hair? Uh, that the old heads can relate to. We'd schedule naps. Pro <laughs> uh, gamers are like gymnasts. Considered old fogies when they retire at 23. That's right. That's right. So, I, you know, I, I think Halo has massive potential, and I, it's just a matter of opportunity. Are people going to seize the opportunity? Are organizations and teams and players you know, going to uh, gonna seize the opportunity, right? That, I think, is is the question. That's what's going on with Apex Arenas right now. Like, the pros didn't get behind it, so it's not really going anywhere, right? And so, that is, that is gonna be an issue. We're getting, we're getting a pretty good result today of new people coming in. Thank you so much for being here. If you're enjoying the show, click subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Subscribing is totally free. Hit subscribe and the bell button. We, um, we do a show Monday through Friday in the mornings, a talk show like this, and then gameplay in the afternoons. And I am a safe for work broadcaster. So people put me on in the background, like radio. You don't got to worry about the language I'm going to use. We appreciate you being here. So you're saying I have a shot at fame and fortune? No, I'm sorry, Hex. I, I, I don't. I, I'm telling you, an, an OnlyFans would work. You know what I'm saying? You get, you get a dad bod OnlyFans going, and I'm, you know, I don't know if you have a dad bod. I'm just assuming that you do. <laughs> I'm just assuming you're not 24, so, <laughs> so life and gravity are working. You know, cash in on it. Cash in on it. <laughs> No, I've not had a chance to play Splitgate. I think what I'll do, I, I think what I'll do is uh, I will check out Splitgate whenever they officially launch. Like, I think a lot of people will be coming to take a peek at it, um, and we'll uh, we'll take a look. We'll take we will we'll take a look and, and see what's going on uh, over there, um, and we'll. Uh, well, I'm not a big PvP guy. You gotta understand, I'm not a big PvP guy. I was amazed that I wanted to play Hori- uh, I'm sorry, uh, Halo Infinite as long as I did the other day. Ratchet with a question: What do you think Bio EA will do with Anthem once they realize there's no one playing it or putting money into it? What do you mean the whole thing's been canceled? Eventually, it'll it'll all be shut off, right? There's a rumor circling that Doc tried to leverage his, twi- his purple contract in a negotiation tactic for a bigger paycheck, and he was threatening to have uh, the offer from other platforms. Obviously unconfirmed. Yeah, I saw that because like, and that's all based on him, him, 
you know, letting it out that he had like visited Mixer or something. I don't know if there's any merit to that. There could be though. Like he could have got a little big for his britches, right? He, he, you like, you know, in the movie where someone gets really big for their britches and then someone bigger comes behind them and kind of embarrasses them. He might have been trying to throw his weight around on purple because there weren't a lot of big guys left. And then all of a sudden, the mixer news hits, and his threats are empty, and and his check bounces. Right? They're like, what do you mean they made an offer? The frick are you talking about? They just shut down. What is this? We're gonna get we're gonna get blue hair and and crazy man. Like we're not we're not we don't want you. Get out of here. Like you know what I'm saying? There's a world where I could see that happening. He got a little big for his britches, didn't know Mixer was going away, and he starts touting around and trying to throw his weight around, and Purple's like, man, we better do what the doc says. We better make him keep him happy. Look at what happened with, you know, look what happened to Ninja. And then all of a sudden, Ninja and Trout are free agent, shopping around. Ninja handled that brilliantly, by the way. He handled it brilliantly. I was like, that's right, Tyler. Like, he streamed a little on YouTube. He streamed a little on Purple. And he's like, yeah, there's good and bad. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> good and bad. He played that brilliantly. It's <laughs> like, I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know where I'm going to end up. <laughs> and the offers were probably like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Just absolute. If there's, okay, you may not like him. You may not like his personality. But the man's handling of the business aspects of his meteoric rise and his incredibly smart and talented wife, there needs to, they're going to be a documentary on them one day. Cause that was what everything that happened with them was crazy. Boy. Oh boy. It's like whenever you've watched, you know, a game, a game show like Takeshi's castle or most extreme elimination, you know, they do the sinkers or floaters and they run across and some of the rocks are stable and some of the rocks sink and there's always that one lucky person that's like twinkle toes. They're like ding, 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 ding. And they just get all the way across. That was him. That was him navigating that. It was just like boom, 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 boom. Every move, every stone he stepped on, it was just like, he got right through. Anybody, a lot of other people would have been crushed by it. They would have. A lot of other people wouldn't have survived. Some of these guys, I mean, it, you said you could see it got to them. They would burn out. They'd get angry. They'd snap at chat. It, they, they, they streamed too much. They always looked half dead. Like there were a lot of those guys that like, man, they obsessed about the metrics. That's all they would talk about. And they, 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 they became shackled to it. So, um, you know, I was, I was impressed. I was impressed with how he handled all of it. Um, uh, Gilly, do you think it's time for the chief to end? While we all love Master Chief, I think it's time to let Master Chief go, as there is only so much story to tell. Only so many times he can die and come back. I feel that Halo is shackled by Master Chief and the fans that only want more Halo 2 and don't want to move on. My continued theory is that yes, he needs to go. If the series is to flourish long term, he needs to go out to pasture but in a good way, in a way that people like. They want to have him feel honored. I think they want to have him have like a presence in the game even beyond that happening. And I think that's going to happen. My continued theory is they slowly boil the frog in the water. You're going to slowly become more and more invested in your Spartan. 
and your customization of your Spartan and your unlocks and your armor and your cosmetics, okay? And Master Chief will take a back seat. You're going to go and play campaign content, new content, narrative content as your Spartan instead of Master Chief. I think they're going to take his voice and let you have him be like your AI to keep him in the game. I think they would like to um, immortalize him. If they can immortalize his voice, that might be the middle grounds where Master Chief's still around. You know? And maybe there'll be Master Chief armor that you can wear. It'll be like the Dread Pirate Roberts, right? They can he can pass the mantle to us to be like, you can be Master Chief. Master Chief is an icon. Master Chief is an idea. It's not it doesn't need to be me, right? It'll be super hard. It's like killing Mario and brand favorite. That's risky. Oh, I'm sure it's risky. But if they want you to become invested long term, we need to start playing as our Spartan and not as Master Chief. If they immortalize him in the right way, I don't think people will have as big of an issue. They'll have an issue with it, but they won't have as big of an issue with it. We're super close to 400 likes. Do me a favor and smash the like button if you've been enjoying today's show. Also, it's completely free to subscribe to this channel. If you want to talk in chat and debate me or disagree with me, go for it. As you wish. That's right. That's right. As you wish. The Dread Pirate Roberts. Um... So, you know, at at the end of the day, they have a long-term plan. And if I was putting money on the table, I don't think that long-term plan includes Master Chief. I don't think in five to six years, you're going to be booting up the latest story expansion or season in Halo and playing as Master Chief. I don't think so. I do not not think that's the long-term plan. If I was putting money on the table, I, I would say that's what's, what, what they're going to do. They killed Chief in Halo 3 and people love the game. He can die. He just needs a good send-off. I agree with Lono. Retire Master Chief in a good way, but they need a main character to focus the story on. No, they don't want a main character to focus the story on. They want you to become the main character because that's what keeps people coming back. Whether it's an MMO or it's Destiny or anything else, your character has to become the centerpiece. If not, then it's di- I think it's difficult to keep coming back. This is why Assassin's Creed Infinity will likely have you creating your own assassin, not playing as some assassin where you're just given a name and a story. If you want long-term live service success, the path forward, the path forward is player investment to breed loyalty that's how you get it you don't get player investment to breed loyalty if every time there's a story I'm jumping in as Master Chief what does that feel like that just feels like another single player game that doesn't feel like a game I'm playing for years at a time years on end months on end right if we would have booted up Destiny and you would have picked between Zavala and Cade and Ikora, I don't think people would have played as long, and I certainly don't think they would have come back. Why? 
Well, number one, how does the social aspect of that work? We're all running around as, as Zavala, and we're all saying, and, but we're together in a party, whatever. It wouldn't have worked in that regard. And secondly, I don't think that creates that sense of player investment. It feels like I'm just playing an expanded story, and it's cool, and it's neat, but I'm not invested. I'll come back and I'll play the story missions and I'll hear the narration and I'll beat the bosses, but I'm not going to become invested in this. You get long-term player loyalty from player investment. And I think one of the best ways to motivate and create and foster player investment is to have you create and form and become attached to your own character. I, I, I really, really do. And, and, there are different elements of this. There are elements of this that, that you, I don't want to overstate. Like, you can have a successful game like Diablo where you start a brand new necromancer. And that's like the core starting blocks of the character. And then you just, you, you're picking armor and builds and weapons. But the content loop and the generosity and the rifts and the, and the seasonal thing is just addictive enough to keep those dungeon crawler Diablo fans happy. Okay. So you don't always have to have this element of get rid of the you know the characters and get rid of the main character and you become the main character. But I certainly think when the character is so iconic, there's something to be said for new stories coming out. Let's go play the story stuff together. Let's go experience it together as our Spartans instead of all of us running around as Master Chief. Especially if you spent months playing PvP and getting good and unlocking stuff and changing what your Spartan looks like and I'm going to have black and red and a red visor and look awesome and look like, you know, look like all my brand colors and you're going to be like your favorite football team's colors or you're going to try and look like, you know, classic Halo or Master Chief armor and then we're all going to be able to go and, and play that content together as our characters. People love that, don't they? They love showing off their character. Mav Monk, have you given Warframe a recent shake? I recently surpassed uh, it. Recently surpassed Destiny on a rolling thirty-day player count on Steam. Well, good for them. I, I I never liked it. I always thought the content loop was just so unsatisfying in Warframe. Super unsatisfying. I just, I just didn't like it. it there was something... I, I don't mean this as a slam. There was something mobile game about it. It felt like I was playing a mobile game. The movement and the, and the frivolousness to everything. And then, this is what's weird about Warframe. It's like a casual game on the surface and, a, and the most ridiculous, most hardcore game ever underneath. It, it's like a... It's like a sky, skyscraper in a shack's clothing, right? Like, you know, you say a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's like a skyscraper in the clothing of like a little teeny shack, like a woodshed. You're like, well, that seems real basic and casual and almost like a mobile game. Let me go check this out. And you open the door. It's a TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. You're like, what the frick? How is all this in here? I don't even understand. How do I do that? How long is that going to take? Why does that take so long? Where's the explanation for that? Is there a tutorial? No? I don't understand how to do that, this, or the other. And But but then the gameplay loop? The gameplay loop is not that satisfying. I feel like the gameplay loop is just like... It's like a frivolous mobile game. I don't know. And I'm not trying to slam it. 
they have a very successful franchise they treat their community very very well they are i believe a good developer and public you know public facing company but i'm I'm never gonna play that game and enjoy myself you know it's a two-story building with 50 floors underground that's an even better analogy it's like one of those movies where like you go in and it's just like a one to two story storefront and you're like, okay, where's your secret hidden base? And like a bookshelf in the back opens up and an elevator takes you 50 floors down. Like that's what Warframe looks like. You're like, it's just like a, like a simple little party store, but it's an in-depth science lab underneath. You're like, what the heck? With zero explanation on how to do almost anything in the game. You know? I'd prefer us being Noble Six rather than the Spartan. When your frames get more powerful, the content loop gets way more satisfying. I've said this time and time again, and I don't think I'm being a diva, and I don't think I'm being hard to please. If you can't capture me in the first one to two hours of gameplay, I'm probably not going to play your game. I'm not. I need to be able to jump, dodge, dash, slash, parry, roll, whatever is the main fundamental pieces of your content loop I need to do those in the first one to two hours and feel a sense of yes I could do this for another 10 20 50 100 hours whatever the whatever the trajectory arc of your gameplay seems to be I need to be able to say within the first one to two hours yeah I, I like this I like this you know an hour of God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, an hour of Ori in the Blind Force, an hour of any of the platformers I've played recently, I know within 20 minutes to an hour if I'm like, yes, I can continue playing this. Whenever somebody tells me, no, Lono, you gotta wait until you get to like the 17th hour is when it really gets good, do you know what I say? Then your book sucks. If I have to read 16 chapters of trash or boredom, or mundane, monotonous, bleh, and then all of a sudden it heats up in chapter 17, I ain't gonna read your freaking book. I'll watch the movie when it comes out. <laughs> right? So, for me, I just, I never, ever felt like I was in Warframe was like, dude, I could play this for 100 hours. I was like, I can barely get through. I was doing a sponsored stream and I had to play it for two hours and I barely got through those two hours. Gameplay doesn't have to hook me that fast, but something does. Story, characters, environment, ETC. If I play your game for one to two hours and, and, and you're like, no, 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 you haven't given the game a fair shake yet. You can't say whether or not you like the game. I actually think you failed to deliver. That would be like making a season of shows, and Eugene's gonna hate on. I, I can I can already preemptively see in the future, Eugene's gonna mention Wandavision. If you make a TV show and you got eight episodes and you spend five of them doing like literally nothing, and I disagree with his take on Wandavision. I think Wandavision for moment one was brilliantly crafted, brave, and awesome. But he'll say that Wandavision did that. They wasted half the season doing basically nothing, and then it heated up at the end right it makes sense though why there were people that didn't enjoy WandaVision why because you didn't know what was happening episodes like 1 through 3 you were kind of like I don't know what's going on I don't know if anything significant happened but I thought it was one of the most creative most cool like visionary like from the actors to the directors to the art style I thought it was 10 out of 10 you can't watch anything like that anywhere else right um, but I think in video games, man, I, I just you I, 
you have such a short attention span. Here's the other thing with video games, right? Here's the other thing with video games. Like with WandaVision, I knew they were going to make sense of it all, and I could even maybe go back if I wanted to and like pick up on uh, Easter eggs or or little plants or clues or whatever. Like I knew I could revisit WandaVision if I wanted. I knew that there was going to be an explanation and a resolution, okay? Six more likes for 400 likes. Guys, take our poll in chat if you haven't already and smash the like button. If you haven't hit subscribe, hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. So I knew going into WandaVision, there would be a resolution, an explanation. They, they was very clear they were keeping me sort of veiled and shrouded as a method of storytelling. It's incredibly different in a video game. The content loop doesn't suddenly change in hour 10. It merely expands and enhances on the existing pieces. So, the cool abilities, upgrades, leveling, power, strength, whatever that I get in God of War at hour 10 is expanding and enhancing what was already there. The best example I can give you is Monster Hunter. People are like, it gets better, Lono, it gets better. Bull crap. No. I went and watched streamers who had been playing for 16 hours or more they were way further than me they had glowing this and fiery that and skeleton that and I was like oh they look awesome and the gameplay loop was the same they were slowly fighting a mod you know and they had abilities and powers and strength that I didn't so the core pieces had been enhanced and expanded upon but they were the same it was the same game so I've never bought into that mentality of like well no you really gotta play uh, Borderlands 3 is a great example well you gotta you just gotta rush through the first playthrough to get to the second playthrough what the frick are you even talking about what, what I've never played a game like that imagine me telling you that yeah dude Ori and the Will of the Wisps, it's awesome. You gotta quickly play through the entire first playthrough to really unlock the stuff, and that's when the game really shines. The first playthrough is really poorly managed, awful pacing and leveling. It doesn't really make sense. It's pretty frustrating. A lot of your behavior will seem completely futile and a waste of your efforts, but man, if you fly through the first playthrough in 8 or 10 hours then roll the game over for a second playthrough, that's when Ori and the Will of the Wisps really takes off. No! From moment one, it is beautifully crafted, satisfying, awesome. The score, the graphics, the gameplay, the Metroidvania influences, the influences from Hollow Knight. It's its wonderful. You're not going to have to wait for hour 10 for it to get good. Extra Crispy coming in with a, a renewal. Welcome back to the Rageless. If you're new and haven't become a member yet, members can put questions on the screen. They get a badge. They get emotes. They get increased access in our Discord. Isn't Warframe going cross-save? I'd love to play my Sony save on PC. Oh, I don't know about that, Heavy Metal Mama. I don't I don't I don't follow Warframe. Oh, thank you, Joy B playing. I appreciate that. Appreciate you guys that are enjoying your time here, man. A lot of new folks have hit subscribe today. Say hello in the chat and we'll welcome you to the community. I recently started playing Monster Hunter. It's so good. I held off for a long time recently on sale, loving it. Chico, you know what's funny about Monster Hunter? It was sad for me to not like it because I saw how good of a game it was. I saw with clear eyes that it was a great game. I was like, this is a great game. 
good investment good dynamics within the combat good diversity different ways to play the game they they treat their uh they treat their community very well their dlc and all that and yet i was bored out of my skull it was like going to a really really great art museum and being like I can tell every piece of art here is brilliantly crafted and beautiful and awesome and I'm I'm falling asleep. Like it, it didn't matter that I could see how good of a game Monhun was. It was the it was the most recommended game that I had never played. I recommended that game <clears throat> as a game that I didn't play. I recommended Monhun to so many people. I was like if you can get behind that content loop it's a great game. It's so strong. It's got so much there, but I'm not going to play it because I was falling asleep. Enjoying the momentum you have been on. Uh, been a fan since back on Purple way before the unfortunate incident, but I'm glad you're pushing through. We'll continue to watch from the shadows. Thank you. I appreciate that, Rody. Ahem. <coughs> <coughs> If you're getting through early game mashing, which any experienced gamer can do, it could take a long time to fight a monster that actually challenges you, especially if your first game uh, was world. Here's the thing. It wasn't about the challenge or the difficulty or losing or failing or any of that. It had nothing to do with that at all. I was bored. I beat like five or six mons and I was like, if this is the content loop, I will not be able to play this game. I am falling asleep. Okay? It's I'll give you an example. So, I do not like rogue games. Okay? I don't like them. Their internal mechanics of of pain, their internal mechanic, you know, mechanics of of pain and restarting, all of that, all right? I just I don't like rogues. And yet, their content loops are the reason I get so frustrated. I hate rogues because of how much I actually like them. We played a game called Blade Assault, and I was like, this combat's dope, the graphics are cool, I'm enjoying the content loop, I'm enjoying the sense of getting more powerful, I liked the abilities. I had a few quibbles with the graphics and it being overly flashy and it being like hard to tell when I was taking damage or when I was going to take damage. However, the actual content loop was satisfying, but the internal mechanics and the rules of the game, I was like, no, I don't like rogues. I don't. I could learn to love them like I did in Returnal, but then it gets overly punishing, a little imbalanced, and I'm like, I check out, right? I just check out. If I could boot up at a kitted... If there was a way to boot up at Biome 3 at a kitted strength and skip the prep and just keep trying Biome 3, I would have beat Returnal. Pre-patch, I would have beat it. It was the... It was the investment, and then it's gone, right? And I know that's part of the appeal of a rogue. You can't replicate the emotional intensity and the adrenaline and the feel and the sense of like, oh my gosh, I just spent 45 minutes getting ready for this run. It's all on the line. My heart is pounding. My hands are sweating. You know, mom's spaghetti, all of that. I was like, you can't replicate that. So I don't want them to change that about Returnal. Gameplay loops can be amazing even if I don't like the game. 
the issue I took with Monhun was the exact opposite. It was like, holy crap, the investment, the armor, the customization, the sense of grind, the sense of I can go and chase these things and I can go and chase all these different builds if I want. Awesome. Gameplay loop, I'm falling asleep. I'm falling asleep. So, Monhud had the structure and the scaffolding for a game that I would enjoy and the content loop wasn't there. Rogues have the content loop that I love. Hades, I love Hades. I love the look of Hades. I love the feel of the combat. But the logistics and the scaffolding and the framework of the game, I cannot stand rogues. They just, they drive me crazy. I know there's a sense of progression, I know there's a sense of investment, and I know there's a sense of advancement, but they just drive me nuts. I'm a Metroidvania man, right? I'm a Metroidvania man. Metroidvania games are Coca-Cola. Rogue games are like off-brand Coca-Cola. Ugh. I can taste. I can taste what you're trying to do, but I don't want it. You know? I don't want it. Soldier with a $5 tip. Thanks for playing The Ascent. Really fun game. Pretty awesome voice acting and simple but nuanced combat. The Ascent is an amazing game. I was going to download it and play it with my wife, but we had a weird power outage the other night. And then uh, we we had a fully... Uh, we, we, had, we had like a fully stocked house over the weekend. We had like relatives and stuff here, so we didn't get to play. Um, so we... Uh, we definitely, we definitely were, were, were hoping to jump in and play it. I've heard that it can have connectivity issues. Yeah, I've heard that. So, um, I also put a couple hours into Ascent. I enjoyed it, and many people go to the top of the stack. Yeah, yeah. It may go to the top of the stack. Yeah, Ascent did something interesting when you were playing by yourself. There was a cover-based element to it right there was a cover base I've never played a top down isometric where you you can get it you can get it like into cover you can get into cover and like actually like hide from the enemies and shoot over I actually thought that was pretty dope skill up gave it a raving review apparently it's having some performance issues uh, like connectivity issues and stuff like that. Like if you play with other people and stuff, um, there there can be there can be some issues. So yeah, you can duck behind cover and shoot above it. I thought that was really really cool for a top down isometric game. I thought this is actually pretty neat. I, I'm 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 digging this. Um, I thought it was I thought it was a neat iteration of the. Uh, of, of the idea of like there's people coming because a lot of a lot of times in games like that um, there can be this sense of like um, there can be a sense of you just go into the room and spray your abilities and just and just mash right just mash your way through um and I, you know, I, I'm never going to be against those types of games, but it certainly is a little less satisfying when it's just like, you just go in and spray it up, spam it up, and then that's just kind of the end of it. Um, you know, I, I, I think that's, I think that's one of the elements of those games where people can feel almost like, yeah, it's just frivolous. It's the idea of like getting behind cover, raising your weapon. 
The raised weapon thing is really cool once you realize you can crit different enemies based on height of your gun. Oh, really? Really? I was trying to do that. Guys, give me one second. I'll be right back. Keep submitting questions if you're a paid member. Please hit subscribe and the bell button. If you've enjoyed the show today, hit that subscribe button. That is totally free and enables you to talk and chat. I do a safer work broadcast throughout the week, a talk show in the morning, gameplay in the afternoons. Smash like, take the poll. We got more questions to go through, and I got news about the delay, and I got news about the band wave. All right, I'll be right back. To be clear, in real life, I wouldn't punch somebody for bad-mouthing Pepsi. I'd hit him with my car. Oh, Pepsi is just... I think it's just awful. It's awful. If you're used to... If you're used to Coke, it's terrible. Victor Mayhem submitted a question. According to data miners, there seems to be a Battle Royale sound file in the Halo Infinite test. You take any stock in this... And this has been a hot topic since 343 were denying the mode. Could a Halo be our work? Um, 
Another round of Ghost Runner? Oh gosh. I thought you were gonna submit for Raji. Frick you, Sven. Anyway. Um The I don't know. What ex- does any can somebody tell me what the sound files were that made people think it was gonna be a BR? What exactly are the sound files? Raji has requested. Okay, cool, 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 cool. You guys are okay with the shorter uploads of those requests, right? Like, I used to do, like, a full two hours. Like, that's just, there's just not, that's just not in the cards. You're still getting your requests. You're still getting me to see me play a game. Those little 30 minutes are so easy to do. They're effective. You know, and periodically, they they take them out, right? I mean, sorry, periodically, they take off. Ghost Runner is a free PlayStation game this month. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. Um... <clears throat> what did, does somebody know the sound file that is leading everybody to say that there's a halo br we may cover that this week that could be a strong lead if it's got any if it's got any credence um halo uh, let me try and halo infinite battle royale sound file the announcer saying Battle Royale. Yeah, Game Rant two days ago. Halo Infinite Battle Royale audio clip is stirring up speculation. Yeah. Uh, the audio clip says Battle Royale and nothing more. And that's enough for Halo fans to believe it could hint at something significant. Yeah, we may have to lead with that this week. If, if more starts to come from it. Originally uploaded to Resetera, a reset era. I never know how to say that. Data miners discovered a clip of someone saying Battle Royale. Okay. I got a handful of questions. First and foremost, have they ever used that term in Halo before? Ever. Has there ever been a mode, a metal, a... a on anything have they ever done anything in halo that you would use the term battle royale that's my first question sven says never okay they have funny metals like combat evolved there's been the warzone mode but it's far from a br okay here's the thing you can't be in the dark right now about about like what battle royale means right um 30 minutes of gameplay is easier to make time to watch and we get uh what the game is about okay okay i didn't think people would care i'm just we're trying to spin a lot of plates i still want to get the personal channel off the ground and we're just we're having to make consistent space for it if it's going to be a reality and that's one of the things we've had to trim back a little bit. It could refer to a free-for-all mode. Like, if they do a free-for-all mode on a big team battle mat, and they decided to call it Battle Royale, with respect, that's stupid. Because all you're going to do is cause confusion, right? All you're going to do is cause confusion. Headlines, videos, article... Halo's new Battle Royale mode. Well, everyone's going to think what the colloquialism has come to mean, which is 
a giant 100 player roughly you know what 75 to 100 player mode winner take all like that's what battle royale means now right once a gaming colloquialism has taken root you have to respect it like I don't know anti-cheat telling everybody you have anti-cheat when you don't when it's a bunch of reactionary reporting systems on the back end that's not anti-cheat okay that's not how the gaming community understands anti-cheat so saying you have anti-cheat when that's your your definition of anti-cheat is a problem so if 343 is like yeah we have we have bat we, we have a mode called battle royale and it's just a free-for-all mode on a big map you're gonna have a lot of people thinking well wait a minute it's under slayer yeah free-for-all is already a thing it's under slayer right I could imagine if you get five medals for getting a kill with a weapon you just picked up in big team battle it could give you the battle royale medal battle royale I, but that doesn't even sound like a medal Zubair battle royale is a, is, is, a, is a title it's a noun I mean I guess you can have rewards that are like that I, I don't know I, I don't know I'm not saying it's not that, but I just listened to the audio clip. It makes no mistake that it's a Battle Royale game mode for whatever that announcer is talking about. He very clearly says Battle Royale, and it doesn't sound like a medal. Yeah, wouldn't there be some punch if it was like a medal, you know? Like Battle Royale. Like, I don't even know how it would, you know, running, riot. Like, there'd be like a, there'd be like a, a syncopated punch to it. But if it's just like, you know big team battle slayer battle royale like if it's just that it's just it's that's that's a game type (laughs) you know what i mean if you use the term battle royale for anything other than that you know halo was always going to get a br mode likely next year sometime so it sounds more like when he says slayer that spends spends opinion is that it sounds like he's describing a battle royale it sounds like an intro to a game mode like big team battle or slayer that's what sven is saying all right let's imagine that it's true the question would be who cares if it's true could it work could it work i'm gonna tell you right now i would be worried for a handful of reasons one of the reasons that I liked the gameplay over the weekend was that the tightness, the responsiveness, the weapons, the grenades, the respawn timer, it all felt harmonious. The length of time where you have to get to a certain area, the length of time to cover an area, all this, it all works in harmony. I would be concerned about that recipe getting diluted or damaged if you spread it on just imagine everything you experienced or saw me experience on a map the size of Warzone do you think that that would work and it would translate and be really fun because you'd have vehicles that would be one of the ways you'd kind of deal with traversal and size and scope and reach of the map is you'd have vehicles weapons you'd have you'd be picking up weapons same way as a br right 
So that would be my concern. Could they pull it off? I think they could. I think they could. But that's like saying, yeah, I think you could bake a cake if you've never done it before, but it's a delicate process and you can screw it up. You can jack up the ingredients. Just because you're really good at making a cupcake doesn't mean you can make a 10-layer wedding cake, right? The, 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 the really great recipe and your really great, good, practiced, perfect cupcake may not translate into a 10-layer wedding cake because it's different it's bigger it's a different it's a different medium it's a different palette canvas all of that so taking that nice tight great arena style halo and putting you on a giant warzone style map with 100 people could be amazing could be an absolute home run out of the park or it could be like what the frick this doesn't feel right this doesn't run right they're shipping the game every Halo fan wants. What comes next is all is for all the BR fans. I do think it could work, says Sven, especially if a free-to-play multiplayer title. Come on, man. It's like printing money for 343. Yeah, if it's successful and plays well. Bing Team Battle is the closest thing to BR, but it's better in my opinion, says Spade. Halo has always known for pioneering epic multiplayer modes. Big Team Battle has always been popular. BR could work easy. I just baked cupcakes for the first time today with my son. Well, that's adorable. Shipping the core multiplayer experience first. BR comes later with a more focused approach and polished vision. Could 100% work? I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm not saying it's off the table. But I'm certainly saying it would it would be very risky. It would, you got to get that recipe right. I, that was like when people were asking about like, could Destiny ever do a Battle Royale? I was like, I don't think so. I, I don't think the recipe would hold. I, I don't think the recipe would hold. I think Halo, it could hold because they've had big team battles, capture the flag, and vehicle-laden combat for a very long time. And I think those are the, those are some of the groundwork pieces that led to good Battle Royale games. You know, I, I think... I think those pieces, I think the way that people have responded to, um, you know, capture the flag and bigger battles and vehicle-laden combat, I think laid the groundwork for Battle Royale games. I think both like Halo and Battlefield, like, ironically enough, laid the groundwork for Battle Royale, even, even though neither of those games uh, have a Battle Royale. They already got the vehicles, the map, and the big team servers. You could be able to handle 100 people. Morning, Korea. How are you? As long as it has the Halo charm, I'm in. Yeah. And weapons on the map. Here's here's what I would wonder. Here's what I would wonder. Would this mean you need to introduce tiers of weapons? So I get a blue battle rifle, but there's a purple battle rifle. I mean, they're already introducing tiers with the battle pass. There's there's gray, what was it? Gray, green, blue, and purple and orange tier gear. They might have just skipped right to purple. No, I think there was gray. No, there was no green. I think it went gray, blue. Gray, blue, purple, orange. I mean, you could have four tiers of weapons. Everybody starts with gray. You're fighting gray. Then you find a blue battle rifle. You find a, an orange sidekick. You know? 
that's the question is do they introduce tiered weaponry to the battle royale mode because that's one of the hallmarks of a battle royale mode is the idea that you're fighting randomly on a big giant map and scrounging for what's around of all things having a BR is one thing I'd really not want to see for Halo I just don't think it's needed there's plenty of other BRs we don't need uh, another game with it it's not tiers damage wise it's rarity of the skin well butters please tell me that you don't think that I'm that stupid I was saying they've already introduced a color tier system on the battle pass with the skins and the armor and that they could use those same color tiers in a battle royale and it wouldn't necessarily be damaged but the weapon would get better maybe it has less recoil maybe it reloads faster maybe it's it's damage drop off isn't as punishing so you can get a little bit of better damage at distance or something um you know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't saying I wasn't saying there were tiers in the game already. I was saying the color tiers are already there. They've already introduced a color tiering system in the battle pass. Don't ask what I think. Snow, you're not allowed to answer if you think that I'm that stupid. <laughs> Sorry, my sarcasm didn't work. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. It has more perks or something? Yeah, I could have perks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the real question. Because without that, if you didn't have tiers of weapon, you could even have tiers of grenades. Like, you grab some grenades, they have bigger splash. They have bigger splash damage. They have better tracking, like the one that sticks. It could have better tracking. You know, you could find different tiers of grenades. In my opinion, 343 is already starting to deliver by a lot of positive responses from the current fans, and it's bringing back fans that left like myself. I would... I'm going to tell you right now, Right? I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think that it was a roaring success. <laughs> I think the technical test was great. Rocky start <laughs> and certainly had some performance issues. Excuse me. But from where I sat, I, I, I saw it getting praise everywhere. Like, there were the naysayers. There were the people like, it looks boring. Graphics look bad. It looks too slow those people were going to say that regardless that the game's not being built for them I, I could say the same thing about Warzone go watch a Warzone stream and tell me that game doesn't look like trash yeah, well, come on it looks, like a, it looks like a game from 2005 that's not why anybody's playing it no one's playing Call of Duty Warzone for the friggin graphics come on no, come on. no one's doing that uh, Spooks with a question. Did you see the hints that there would maybe a Halo 5-esque thruster ability as an armor pickup? Equip thruster was spotted in the controls menu. And what do you think this would do to multiplayer? I mean, any time, we talked about this a little bit ago and I mentioned a jetpack and I said, look, if they throw a jetpack in the game, because people were talking about a grapple, I, I said there's very basic rules that apply to it. How long do you have it? How long can it be used? Does it have limited power? And what sort of in-game benefit does it offer? There's a lot of knobs you can turn there. And the grapple. People are like, oh, the grapple's insane. It's super strong. But then Zubair's like, you can only use it three times. And I'm like, oh, okay. I picked up the Impaler, whatever the frick that it's called. You get three shots, and it's like reloading a refrigerator. You know what I mean? Like, it takes a long time to reload. So... You know, there's already been jetpacks. What I'm not saying that jetpacks would be new. What I'm saying is, if they were to put something like a jetpack in the game, 
those are the questions you would ask of it to 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 try to land in a balanced place like how long do you get to keep it what in-game benefit does it offer how many uses does it have right can you carry it indefinitely you know if i imagine i go and find a, a box on the field and this box is a shield generator and i put it down and it's a 20 minute ward of dawn well no people would say that's the dumbest thing what do you mean that's broken you can't do that but if it's a 30 second shield bubble or whatever that has pluses and minuses and weaknesses to it that's how you would land that ability in a balanced place you know so i i don't know um i i don't think i'm i'm not worried about any of the abilities they place on the map i'm not i i think it's it's extremely easy when you build an arena shooter and the arena shooter is it's got set weapons it's got set things on the map it's got good map design i think you're in a much better place for balance i i'm not going to overstate this case but i'm telling you right now this is one of the reason destiny fans i do think are potentially going to flock to this game and really really like it i i i seriously think that because they, it, there's a big difference between approaching a game that has set parameters and rules. It's easier in a game like Halo Infinite to deduce if something is too strong. And then when that thing gets nerfed and reined in, it doesn't demolish a playstyle or a strategy or a build or anything like that. All right. The it's a lot easier. You're not playing nerf whack-a-mole. It's not like, well, let's say the grapple hook. Let's say in private testing, they gave the grapple jack five uses and they were like, that just seems too strong. Back it down to four. And then they play for a week. And they're like, try to back it down to three. And they land in that sweet spot. Do you want to know what doesn't happen when they do that? It's not like taking the grapple jack from five uses to three sudden cr- suddenly creates this vacancy in the meta so something else rises in its place and then a month later they have to nerf that it, it, it's it's different it's almost as if there's a pre-existing harmony going into the game so outliers are easier to spot that you can't have a pre-existing harmony in a game with all these different weapons all these different perk combinations all these different abilities buffing debuffing whatever it's extremely difficult in that realm to deduce what's the outlier and what's the appropriate response let's nerf shotgun ammo economy and then sidearms rose to prominence let's nerf sidearm ammo economy icebreaker rises to prominence and then sticky grenades right do you remember that in destiny one near the end in pvp they hammer down one thing and another thing rises in its place why because those things were not created with a harmonious relationship in mind but an arena shooter with set weapons items and things that are going to be out there on the playing field it's completely different every item every item strength refresh rate uh its saturation on the map its power its usage number 
all of that is set with the existing sort of harmony of the game in mind so that it doesn't disrupt that harmony. Also consider a grapple jack is something that can be fought for on the map. You don't keep it for forever. You're not running around with it. You got to go and get it. The idea that there's an item on the map that has X number of uses that can be fought for, it's not quite the same as like power ammo. When power ammo was showing up too often in Destiny, you would just defend that part of the map, get the power ammo, use the power ammo to defend the power ammo, and now you're in a win in, in a rich get richer scenario where you can't unseat the kings of the of the co- of the of the map, the kings of the castle. I almost said coffee because Mo used the coffee command. Don't forget Rageous Roast with the fancy new awesome matte finish labels. I can never get the autofocus to work. It's like the it's like the main thing in the frame. With the nice matte finish labels fully back in stock. Amazing, fresh, and tasty. Use the coffee commander, go to rageousroast.com, get your orders in. This is a this is a family run thing. Me and my wife and kiddos handle that. They handle most of it little handwritten notes and stuff it would look better if the microphone had green in it shut up Zubair (laughs) Uh, so next question with a lot of games experiencing bugs and crashes on launch do you think it's better to delay and get it right at launch or launch and patch later this is a bit of a false dichotomy because it depends on the bugs and the problems, right? Um, uh, it depends on the problems. Is the game running, right? Or is it just crashing all the time? Is the game running just fine, but when you try to do a specific mission, it glitches out, soft locks, and you gotta do another mission, right? You have to triage the bug. You got to create a, uh, um, what's the intensity of the bug? What's the intensity of it? Is it, is it something you can kind of eat around? Is it something if they patch it a week or so later, it'll be fine? Is it game breaking? Is the minimum viable product good enough, enjoyable enough, or whatever, right? Because at a certain point, you hit a, a, a breaking point where they're losing money, so the project becomes, you know, the, the, the project becomes a dead end. Well, you're not, you're never going to get this off the ground. You're going to delay it for forever and not make your money back. If you, if you launch it, start making money and start funding, getting, you know, then you can start making these changes. This this is always going to be the dilemma with software because software is imperfect and will have problems and need to be tweaked, patched, and updated later, especially the more complex the software gets, right? There's a difference between a calculator, a TI-83 calculator, and a PC. The software complexity is not even comparable, and so your software on your computer gets updated all the time to fix and iron out little bugs and unforeseen problems. Now, people are bringing up first impressions in the chat. A lot of the times, that's the that's that's the main issue. That's the main issue. A lot of the times, it's like, dude, like, I I, I don't. 
Cyberpunk is a good example. Cyberpunk got so damaged, CD Projekt Red's reputation and their stock value and their share value and all that, extremely damaged by the bad first impressions from Cyberpunk. There's no doubt about it. That's an issue. But you can wait so long that it becomes like, well, what's the point now? It, we're going to launch it so late, we're losing money, we're going we're gonna to end up in the red, right? First impressions matter, but gamers also have fish brain. But money made now is more valuable than money made later. Yeah, there's a delicate balance. There is no surefire answer here, right? Um, but I will say this. You should always lean towards delay for polish and delay for refinement because that can end up being better it's just a matter of how many delays have you done how long is the delay like Kena Bridge of Spirits if it gets delayed again I'm worried right now it's been delayed two maybe three times and there are always these short window delays why? it sounds to me like they're dealing with polish and optimization I can live with that I'm like okay you want the game to be smooth sailing and you want to you, you, know, you want to, you want to get a great showing and there's not a lot of competition right now so it's not all that painful to delay you're, you're going to be one of very few games launching in the back half of 2021 okay we're on the back half of the 12 months and it's 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 thin out there okay anything launching in this in this time frame can suffer a delay and probably be okay but if it gets delayed again, I'm going to get a little concerned. I'm like, okay, are you guys having like actual, are these, are there, are there, are there foundational problems with this game? Is it going to be busted out of the box? Is it going to get, is it going to get lost in the development wilderness? You know, cause there are games where that happens. The delay, 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 delay. And then it lands and you're like, this game never, it was just not ready. Right. There's a difference between lacking polish and that it doesn't work. Right. Yeah, so you can't create, I don't think, a rigid rule here. You can create principles to to guide you. I would say lean toward the principle of delay for polish and refinement is okay, but eventually you got to crap or get off the pot. Like you can't just sit here and keep delaying a game indefinitely and go for perfectionism. Like, if there's any bugs or any glitches, then you failed miserably and people should give you one-star reviews and and ask for your head, you know? The first delay was 100% sicky issues. The last one seemed like polish. You don't delay one month to fix foundational issues for a team of 15. That's why I said right now I'm not worried. If they delay it again, then I'm going to get a little concerned. My concern would rise every time they delay it. A month delay for polish, I'm like you go right ahead right if this is your first if this is your first sonnet if this is your first you know song that you want the world to hear i it's i think it's okay i think it's okay to to um you know take some time to make sure it you get it all right so butter says do you think halo 5 if it does well will offer celebrity voices for your ai do you think that's a good idea um, this gets expensive, so 
I would only say they would do this if they could make it viable, right? In the, nah, I don't know, though. I don't know. It could really start to get chintzy if you got Samuel L. Jackson voicing something. Like, I I love, I love, I love, I love Sam Jackson, but that would be kind of silly, you know? I just, there's a point where, there's a point where, oh, he, he means Halo 6, not Halo 5, Halo Infinite. If it does it, will it offer celebrity voices for your AI? Yeah, there's a point where this kind of thing cheapens the cheapens the spirit and cheapens the idea, and then people be like, "Dude, I'm not. Why, 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 I'm gonna pay for Wanda Sykes to talk to me. I'm gonna pay for Snoop Dogg, or I'm gonna pay for. I don't even know. Um, I'm gonna pay for some British guy, you know, David Tennant, to yell at me and talk to me while I'm playing Halo. It could start to cheapen the the, the spirit of what it's meant to be, um, and then. You gotta be careful, man. Short-term plans can corrupt long-term plans. You know? Short-term plans can corrupt long-term plans. So you'd, you'd really have to question if, if, this is, if this is worth it or if it would be bad for the game long-term and the identity and stuff. You know? Fat Lump. What did you think of the TTK and the Halo Infinite tech test? I didn't get to play, but it looks very fast for a Halo game. I'm telling you, they got they got the Goldilocks they got the Goldilocks recipe for the time to kill. It's long enough to make adjustments and out BR somebody, outgun somebody, right? The time to kill is long enough to make adjustments and quick enough to make a play. And that's not an easy recipe to get right. That's not a re- that's not an easy recipe to get right. I think that's how I would describe it. Long enough to make adjustments, like if somebody starts shooting you first, but it's quick enough to make a play and feel good. You know? Enjoyed Nathan filling in my ear. There's a big difference between getting a celebrity to voice a character and you paying for the Samuel L. Jackson voice pack. Do you see what I'm saying, Kat? There's a giant difference between playing through a campaign and being like, oh, check it out. You hear that voice? Yeah, that's that's Terry Crews. That's hilarious. There's a that's a, that's a lot different than buying the Terry Crews voice pack, you know? Oh, Terry loves action. You're like, what the frick? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I think there's a big difference between the two and in the execution. So, I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying I I would worry that it would almost feel so gimmicky that it would have a diluting effect. You'd make a ton of money. Well, maybe you might not even make a ton of money. I mean, the royalties and the and the and the money they'd have to pay these people up front and in in and in perpetuity could make it not even worth it. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. Wow, a big one. Big Mad Mo ordering five bags. The man. You guys should you guys should either if you're not going to order a single bag just go for 3 or 5. You shouldn't be ordering 2 and you shouldn't be ordering 4. The value is much better on 3 and 5. Basically order 1, 3 or 5. Stick to the odds. Stick to the odds because of shipping. Mainly because of shipping. Um so um what's next Dizzy Princess Armors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice-T in Borderlands 3 was a good example of this. I did not know he would be in the game until I got to him. 
Yeah, and it wasn't a voice pack you could buy, you know. You know. It wasn't a voice pack you could buy. It was a character in a game. It's like a surprise cameo. You know. Can I get Hilly cussing as an AI voice? <laughs> Kina uh, is Ember Lab's first game. It's understandable that they want it to be fully polished. Well, and I think they they are they are in a prime position to do exceptionally well with the Horizon Forbidden West delay. You know, they are just in a great spot. Um, I I think I think that. Uh, they could be a really, really strong big lead. They could have the success. And Kena's cross generation, isn't it? I think Kena could could become like a like a more successful returnal. Um, because if it's cross generational, that's a massive platform to launch on. If it's PS5 only, you know they could they could they could catch up and match returnal success. But that style that action adventure style it does does really really well in the uh, on the on the sony platform so uh, kind of off topic however did your opinions change of shadow of the tomb raider when you played the ps5 update no it's still the weakest of the three i was encouraged to see i think it was the gamer the gamer.com wrote an article it's kana kina it's kana kana bridge of spirits whatever um TheGamer.com wrote an article saying that they think Rise of the Tomb Raider is the format that they should use for the future of the franchise. Like, not Shadow. Shadow is the weakest of the bunch. The first Tomb Raider and then Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think, is like... is is the paragon, is the pinnacle Tomb Raider. Shadow is weak and way too linear. It's sloppy. It's not even made by the same studio. <clears throat> okay, so Kana Bridge of Spirits is PS4, PS5, and PC. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, it's spelled with like an E, like Kina. Like I don't, I don't know. If they're saying it Kana, well then that's on them. You know, put an A in there, um, or a Y. Uh, um. So. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think Tomb Raider, I don't think Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and, and I know, and I know people don't like me saying this, I don't actually even think it's worth playing. I don't think it's worth playing, it's just gonna sully your memory of the, of the game, you know. 823 votes, the Halo Infinite Technical Test, did seeing it or playing it change your mind? It seems like the most encouraging part about that, the, 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 the poll, is that 44% people said yes, it did change their mind. That could be negative or bad. They could be like, yeah, it's bad. I don't want to play it, right? That's how they say it. Oh, so that's how they say it when they talk about it. Well, there you go. Insomniac says, let's say you are the only one totally in charge of Halo. How would you send the chief off into the sunset story-wise? I think you make him sacrifice himself to, to like, in, like, you know, Tron it up and put himself into the system as an AI to defeat Cortana and then that's why he's an AI and that's why you don't play as him anymore. Something like that. You know, pull a Tron move. Like, he realizes that the only way to beat if Cortana becomes a problem, right, he has to enter into 
this system as an AI and 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 defeat her or whatever. And in order to defeat her, he basically becomes an AI. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I think Paul's gaming is kidding around barrier. Yeah, new trailer for Venom. Yeah, yeah. Chief can't die. Yeah, I don't think you want to kill him. I think you want to have him in the game, have him go out to the, have him put out to pasture in a sacrificial way, but don't necessarily, don't necessarily kill kill him, right? Defeat Cortana. No way they off screened her. No, 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 no. She's she's gonna have a presence in this game, guaranteed. She's going to have a presence in this game. I think she's going to become I think she's going to become a serious problem. She's got her ulterior motives and and uh, Master Chief's going to have to make the hard decision to defeat her and in defeating her basically he becomes an AI. I think that's how they'll keep him in the game. They'll immortalize him. They'll immortalize him in his voice because I think that's going to be important for the franchise, but I think we will start playing new content as our Spartan and not as Master Chief. That's that's my uh, uh, that's my prediction. I guess you have to get ready to play those games. Yeah, Paul, I'm assuming you were joking about Tomb Raider should have a gender option. I, you've got it. That 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 was a. I'm a, I am. I'm just assuming that was a joke. Um, <laughs> given your intelligence level, there's no way you you said that and meant it. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. Um. That actually doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Oh. Okay. Oh no, that's that. That's something else. That's something else. Sorry. Uh, I wish I didn't know. I've seen that film too many times. It started to affect my work. I told my boss. I was. Re- oh gosh, you're talking about something else. Um. Pretty sure the only human turned into AI thing they've done is with Promethean. Huh. Tomb Raider's gender option is playing Uncharted. Paul hasn't replied, so I'm worried that he meant it. <laughs> I'm worried that he meant it. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> uh, we gotta. We gotta. Um. We. I've not done. I've not done any of my shorts yet. Uh. Hang on a minute. I don't even know. Oh my. Come on. Okay. Uh did 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 do. Let me get this ready here. Add bookmark. First thing I want to do First thing I want to do here is uh let's go. Keep that off. Keep that on loop. Okay. We need to um we need to get up we need to get my my thoughts recorded uh for the other channel, right? We need to get we we get my thoughts recorded for the other channel. Mm. Well now we have to ban him. No, it's alright. It's alright. I allow people to stick around even if they hold silly opinions because it makes for good television. It makes for good television. 
Like, do you not play? Should do you not play Uncharted because there's not a there's not a gender option? Is that do you, do you would you hold that to the same standard? Okay. Uh, we're gonna go three twenty six thirty three twenty six thirty. I'm gonna give you my thoughts on the Halo Infinite technical test. This is basically gonna be my review. Now we record these and these hit a shorts channel, so if you prefer shorter uploads, that's where these end up. And I do them with you guys live. I waited till late in the stream to do it because we were just kind of vibing on Halo. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This is going to be my review and some of my thoughts on the Halo Infinite technical preview. If you're watching this on my shorts channel, hit the subscribe and bell button for a steady stream of short uploads about gaming news and variety gaming coverage. Or head over to my main channel, SNTR Presents, where I live stream every day so I actually live streamed the gameplay of this on Friday and I did try to play a little bit more during the day on the weekend but I didn't get a lot of time to do that so I don't have a ton of experience with some of the new items and maps and even the more live person PvP uh, things that they did but I did put in three hours and the first thing I'm going to say is that I was surprised I was able to keep playing. We were sort of initially thinking through, we would just play it on Thursday afternoon for an hour or two. I didn't know if I was going to be able to stomach playing this game. I'm not a big PvP guy. I'm also not a huge Halo guy. As as confident I am in the potential and what I see as a very, very promising future for the Halo franchise, I'm not a big Halo guy. So I went into this pretty apprehensive, and I had an absolute blast, and I didn't want to stop playing. And I even tried to sneak in some play sessions on the weekend, but I had, uh, I had, I had relatives in town. First, let's talk about the combat. I want to talk about map design, graphics, bots, and why I think Arena has a chance. So let's talk about combat. I actually think the combat is a perfect blend of both old and new Halo. I think fans of Halo are going to find it to be in a nice sweet spot. I, I described the time to kill as long enough to make adjustments and win a fight against somebody who's making mistakes or maybe you're better than, but short enough and fast enough to make good plays and to feel pretty awesome. So I don't feel like you're going to find people necessarily bunching up and wanting to do a lot of team shotting because longer TTK can do that if it takes too long to kill people and it is fast enough to feel pretty dope when you make a nice play. One of the reasons I think the time to, ca- the, the, the time to kill is in a sweet spot and I'm not too worried about team shotting and, and people being able to make plays is map design. I, I played on two of the maps and one of them in particular, I really took note of so much thoughtfulness in map design. Coming from Destiny, where I think the map design is is generally pretty terrible, uh, especially in Destiny 2, uh, you really start to become aware of good map design when you're knowing what to look for. And since I've shoutcasted professionally at a, at a, at a professional level, both Fortnite uh, and Apex and other games, and even on my own in Destiny, you really pick up on those clues and those cues when you're not playing. And there were a lot of things in map design that were brilliantly crafted with respect to not having to overextend or overexpose yourself on approaches, good and thoughtful flank blocking positions. So as long as your positioning was thoughtful, you were not in danger of getting easily flanked, but approaches, verticality and map dynamics are certainly there so that you don't have to worry about, I can only play here. I can only approach from this Avenue. You have a lot of options and a lot of map variety, verticality and dynamics that leads to a lot of great fun and I think a lot of different positioning if you get tired of playing in one part of the map or you want to change things up 
and the weapons felt like they were in a really really good spot nothing felt like it was running away or too strong or busted few things might need given some help while other things might need reined in a little bit but that's easier in a set weapon arena shooter lastly just playing against bots i was actually thoroughly impressed at how hard they could make the bots which made for i think good engagements and i know they ramped it up as the weekend went on and so I thought it actually served a purpose to uh, to really give people a sense of like, this is what combat could feel like. Lastly, I want to conclude. Arena has a chance. The rise in popularity of Splitgate and how well this did over the weekend, the praise that it received, the Halo Infinite, just it's just a technical test. To me, shows lots of promise for Arena. I think the big bombastic combat of a BR or even Battlefield has its place, but I do think Those who have a palate and a taste and a flavor for more tight, more stripped-down, gun-based, skill-laden combat, I think Halo Infinite has a very promising future after just this technical test. So, we'll obviously cover more as it comes out and there's more opportunities to play and news and reveals, and keep it here for more of that content. Hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. There you go. There you go. I think I think it has a chance. I, I think it has a chance. We're we're gonna we're gonna go kind of we're gonna go kind of sloppy here, and we're just gonna go uh, Horizon Forbidden West trailer and try and find the official one. Here's the official one, and we're just gonna launch right into the next one. We waited really really long to do these, so we are uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're just gonna have to roll. We're gonna have to just roll through them. Um, I've not seen before. I get into this. I have not seen any official confirmation that Horizon Forbidden West is delayed. My report is from one day ago. Have they officially said anything? Have they made any official announcements? Have they made any official statements? I do not think that they have. I do not think that they have. After the stream on Friday, I googled UK Laws around interfering with a corpse. Uh, you ticked a few boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've seen anything official from Sony or Gorilla on this. I just want that in my brain before I do this vid. Um, not confirmed. Okay. I didn't think so. Um, we're going to go at three. Uh, don't run that. Can't confirm. No, it's written. It's written as not confirmed. I've, I, I've written... The article and my rundown is all written uh, as not confirmed. So yeah, we can run it. We can run it. I've, I've got, I'm set up for it to be not confirmed. I just wanted to make sure I was correct in my phrasing. Um. <clears throat> hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one is going to be about the potential that Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed not officially confirmed but it's sounding like it might be heading toward a 2022 release date if you like these short gaming news videos hit subscribe and the bell button to get a regular upload or check out my main channel SNTR presents for daily live streams so at this time I don't like running unconfirmed stories but this one's picking up some traction and it does seem more and more as a possibility that this game will get booted out of 2021. Now, I have taken a very strong position that Sony and Gorilla will do everything they can to see this arrive
surviving this year because an empty holiday no flagship title window is going to be tough with Halo Infinite and Battlefield 2042 launching that's not going to be good for Sony. Now, Game Rant reported on this. Game director uh, Matthias Dijong said in June that Horizon Forbidden West was in its final development stages, which inspired some confidence that the game would be done early 2021. Unfortunately, a, re- a reputable 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 a game industry leaker recently claimed that horizon forbidden west will not come out until 2022 delaying it out of its anticipated holiday 2021 release window fans of horizon zero dawn were really looking forward to capping off a year with the sequel however the delays impact on sony is more important than the impact on the horizon brand and i tend to agree with this take if halo infinite lands finally as a flagship Microsoft title, and Sony is sitting there holding not much. They got the Deathloop timed exclusive, and and they've got uh, you know Kana Bridge of Spirits, which recently got another delay. Okay, if that is the case, like if that ends up being their winter lineup, that's really going to hurt them. Now, long term, Sony can obviously bounce back because saturation of the PS5 really really drives sales, but. Games like Horizon Forbidden West that are slated for cross-generational support, a delay into next year, could be bad for Sony. Horizon Forbidden West itself, according to the article here, will be fine if the rumored delay goes through. While it's an inconvenience for eager fans, it's a good thing for the game. As always, a game delay means more development time and usually much-needed development. Yong did mention that while Horizon Forbidden West was mostly on schedule, Guerrilla Games had fallen behind on certain aspects like machine design. Based on the rumor, the lagging aspects of Horizon Forbidden West might have lagged further, meaning Gorilla needs to slow down to deliver that level of quality. They were talking about having to polish and finalize some of the machine movement, armor, and mechanics. As they said, they were entering, the phrasing was, final stages of development. If Horizon Forbidden West doesn't come out until 2022, Sony is missing out on one of the biggest exclusive games at its most important time. Horizon is quickly becoming an important part of Sony's brand. I said this this morning. I agree with the article. They're putting Aloy everywhere. Aloy is now like the new Kratos. Right? Kratos is probably getting ready to go out to Pasture and Ragnarok, and they're going to hand off the series to Loki. But Aloy could be here for another couple of titles. She could become another Uncharted, another staple character and franchise for Sony. So at this time, the delay is is unconfirmed, but a lot of these leakers have been getting their hands on things well before they're announced, and some of these guys are 10 for 10. So it is likely this is getting a delay out of 2021, which would be really unfortunate for both fans of the franchise as well as people who have been waiting and have their and have their PlayStations eagerly awaiting that launch. It's good news for you if you don't have a PS5 yet, gives you a little bit more of a window of time to snag one as they're still very very elusive scalpers and low product demand i mean high product demand and low product supply are a bad bad combination right now so hit the subscribe and bell button that way you don't miss my content and i'll see you in the next video okay Yeah, the article was definitely written as like this is completely unconfirmed. So um, I, I was, I was, I wanted to make sure I didn't say that, and then they were going to come out behind me and be like, "No, yeah, it's officially out. Uh, it's officially out." Um, last but certainly not least, 
And this, when's this launch? When's the Apex Legends Season 10 launch? Is that like, is that tomorrow? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Alright, let's get through this one. And we are going to be playing a really, really dope looking game today called Grime. Uh, Grime. Looking like a really, really cool one. Very excited. Metroidvania. You guys know I love those. And we got a code. I was going to have Vesper gameplay for you on gaming, but it didn't work out. Um, maybe we could play it at the end. Record it and upload it. We might be able to do that. I got a code, but I, w- I wanted to get credit for using it over here. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one is about Apex Legends doing a ban wave on PlayStation 4 players. What is going on? If you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss them. Or check out my main channel where I live stream every single day. So Apex Legends, amongst many other of the PvP games that are available right now, continues to have problems with cheaters, and a recent exploit on PlayStation was actually causing them to bring down the ban hammer on some players. TheGamer.com reported on this. Respawn took action and banned a bunch of hackers across all platforms. Connor Ford, who runs security for Apex Legends, tweeted that 2,086 players were banned from the game. These players were banned for abuse of an RP loss forgiveness exploit, dashboarding, and abuse of a matchmaking exploit, allowing high-ranked players into the bronze lobby to farm. But the most notable part of this information is that the vast majority of players were banned for playing Apex Legends from playing it on their PS4. Of the 2,086 players that were banned, 1,965 were on the PlayStation. So almost all of the 2,000, they were all on the PlayStation 4. Uh, 62 were on Xbox, 44 were on PC, 15 were on Switch, and none were on Stadia. So uh, the, the, the thing here that we debated this morning is is using an exploit to both, you know, not suffer RP loss, but to also go into lower-ranked lobbies to beat the snot out of people, because you're a higher-ranked, more skilled player. Is that deserving of a permanent ban? Obviously, this is going to get debated up one side and down the other. My general contention was very simple. First... You need to know when to read the room. Right now, both Warzone, Apex Legends, and virtually any game that offers a PvP experience right now is having an insane and frustrating experience with cheating. So, if you're going to enter that landscape and start fooling around with exploits and uh, you know lobby abuses and you know w- ways to avoid losing RP, I would expect them to take pretty swift and harsh action. They're not really going to tolerate and try and hold like family court to figure out how many rules did you break, how disruptive was it to the other player's experiences, how severe should the consequences be. Right now, cheating is a massive problem. Bungie and Ubisoft are taking Ring 1 to court. These these companies make millions of dollars, even people make millions of dollars using the cheats to do recoveries and it's ruining gaming 
as we know it for PvP players. It makes the experience almost unpredictable to the point that people don't even want to play anymore, and that's bad for the bottom line of these companies. So the minute you start dealing in an exploit or something that allows you to harm the experience of other players going into low-ranked lobbies and beating the snot out of them or just dashboarding, we don't know what that does to connectivity and stability. It could cause performance issues. It could ca- it could cause issues for the people that are hoping to win or beat you or whatever the case may be. In these scenarios, I would expect the justice to be swift and unforgiving because to be quite honest it's not up to them to give you a second or third chance now they have some sort of a vested interest in giving you a second or third chance because they want to make money off of you but by and large when the cheaters and the exploiters and the hackers and the, and, the, and these these glitch abusers start to push other people out of the game that is when these companies are really having to think about long-term investment in preventative measures and swift and severe action to protect their bottom line and get you out of there if you're a threat to it. As always, if you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. All right. We did it. We did it. We did them back to back. We did them back to back. And yeah, yeah. Doing them throughout organically, uh, it, it tends to go better, but we were just, we were grooving on Halo. Uh, the trailer just dropped for Grime. Oh, we have a trailer for Grime. Yeah, you guys want to see what I'm going to play? Uh, let me show you. Let me show you what we'll be playing today. Mm-mm-mm. This is what we'll be playing this afternoon. Oh my gosh. Switching glasses. Now that we're almost done with the morning show. Give me one second. All you know is we did it. What'd you guys do? I wasn't even paying attention. I was recording. Just me, but I can't watch when you wear the red glasses. They're too loud. I don't I don't have I don't have a response to that that's not that wouldn't just sound rude
Okay, hang on. You guys got to see the trailer a couple of times. I got to get these videos uh, uploaded for Creature. Um... Okay, vids for YouTube. Kaboom. Kaboom. And kaboom. Okay. Um, I do wish I could turn the glare down a little bit on the glasses. We're looking into seeing if we can't get them sent somewhere for anti-glare treatment. That's not really a problem that a lot of companies are able to anticipate, you know? Like the average person isn't going to be like, dude, I love the glasses, but holy cow, they're so, they got so much glare on them because who how many people are sitting in front of an audience like this and that be, you know. Like, I never want to be rude to somebody who, like, I don't know, speaks their mind, uh, but about something that I'm doing. Well, like, man, the glasses aren't even that large on the screen. We, you know, we don't do gameplay here. So, I mean, I guess if you want to read the questions or see the game or, or see the trailers, it makes sense to like have, you know, the brightness turned up. Oh, shoot. Um. Let's just schedule this one for one. Schedule a stream. Create new. Put that there. Put this here. And it, hopefully Grime is listed. It is. Oh, wait. I should have a second. Yeah. There we go. I was listening with the screen minimized. I mean, I, I I get it's one of those things. It's one of those things, Ryan. Like, we streamers do like, you know, eighty-five different things in a day. In a day. Oh, it won't let me enable auto start because I'm already live. So I'll have to go in and enable auto start. I think. Okay, that's fine. 
It's just one of those things, you know, we get a lot of feedback and a lot of ideas, and we try to implement a lot of what the audience says and a lot of the ideas the audience has. Um, you know, we really do. We, we really try to, like, take into consideration everything. But, like, somebody be like, I can't watch because your glasses are too loud. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, they're just red pieces of glass on the screen. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> the recommended tags are hilarious for Grime. It's like recommending the ascent tags, which is hysterical. Okay. Okay, we're good. Lola needs to be do a better job at being a prettier girl. We got a mission barbecue the other night. And we ended up with like a bunch of extra. So, that's what I'm eating now. Barbecue. I had bananas barbecue for the first time last night. If you have one in your area, I don't think I've ever heard of that.
eating grilled cheese and tomato soup at the moment. Now there's that's a winning combination. People swear by mission. They gave me undercooked salmon once. I've never been back. I mean, I can understand being apprehensive after that. I got real, I got real, real sick once off of salmon. It was bad. <clears throat> I mean, it was, it was rough, and I felt terrible. But um. I don't know. I've never tried salmon since. But I would go back to the restaurant and try something else. guess it's my own fault for ordering fish at a barbecue joint not necessarily some barbecue places do like shrimp and fish and stuff undercooked salmon I've had sushi raw before I think what he means is like it was undercooked so what it was it it wasn't it didn't taste good that would be my assumption I mean I don't know when I had it if it was undercooked or what I had a terrible reaction to it I was green like I was green bro you know what I mean I looked I looked rough. <laughs> I looked rough, dude. There's only one in Kentucky and it's nowhere close to you. Okay. Well, there you go. There's your answer. Um why is Wes Craven trending? Oh, remembering on his birthday. <sighs> Okay, let me refresh this to make sure. So we are, uh, we're going to go play this game called Grime. And so if you're new and you're still hanging, uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, just a reminder, when it says that there, this stream contains paid promotion, that has nothing to do with my topic selection or the games I'm covering. We are just entering contracts now where we are, we're, you know, some of the integration of the glasses, shirts, and different things, some of those contracts are then now offering, you know, compensation for that integration. So we're, we're having to put that disclaimer on there. If I'm ever paid to play or cover a game, you will know it, okay? 
That disclaimer is simply there because of how some of our contracts are now being uh, written and agreed to. It's different than just like code usage, okay? If you see that pop up, that's why that is there. We've got some more uh, sponsors and some great things coming just this week that we hope to be able to announce and reveal. Uh, so we're, we're pretty excited about that. Now, what we're doing right now is, is we're getting ready to go over to gameplay of Grime on this channel, okay? And live redirect should take you there. It should pop up and say, do you want to come with us, right? Um, uh, it wouldn't notice if you didn't point it out. Homie, I watched a past broadcast. Uh, Eugene, I, I'm sorry, uh creature i watched a past broadcast on my phone it was there for 20 seconds it was just there for forever it's super noticeable on mobile so no you can't specify what it's for zubair it's a pretty wide net yeah it does but it's different dauntless there's like different levels basically there's product placement there's code compensation commission there's stipends there's actual videos right like when someone does a video like hey guys what's up check out this awesome thing and it's like a three minute video there's like different versions it's very noticeable on mobile yeah you've never noticed it on my phone well we just started doing it this week because our some of our contracts are changing. So we have to do that just to be just to be transparent that that when like if a company pays for a banner to be in the background or something, you have to state that there is there's in there's a paid endorsement or paid product placement in this content. So because some of our contracts are changing, we're having to we're having to make sure that we abide by the rules. It's like if you're just doing code usage, like that's like a gray area, and you kind of you're they don't really care. But once you start actually having paid placement, that's a whole nother ball game. So it's like when someone does a paid play session of a video game, they have to specify to you that they got paid to do that, right? Because it might make you think, oh wow, they're saying they enjoy it, but they were paid. If I'm ever being paid or compensated to play or cover a game, I will make that explicitly clear, right? That's not necessarily going to happen anytime soon. Most of what we're doing is we're getting free codes and early access. Then you just need to stipulate that you were given a code, right? Hey, I was given a code. Thank you so much. So that's what we're about to do right now I was given a code for Grime we're gonna go play it we'll play it for probably you know an hour and a half or two hours and uh, it's a cool looking Metroidvania normally we would end the day once we're done with Grime we would go watch a premiere on the gaming channel I did get a code for Vesper but I didn't get to play it over the weekend because we uh, we had family in town so that may end up getting played tomorrow I, I think the rest of this week there's, there's pretty big launches we got another pretty strong week ahead of us of even even some of these indie titles are doing really well. So right now, I'm going to put a link in chat, okay? I'm going to put a link in chat. If you're watching like a Roku or a TV or something, you should be able to come back to the main channel and refresh, and it will be the featured video. Uh, if that doesn't work, there's also going to be a link in chat. Or when redirect pops up, you can just say, yeah, I'll go with the redirect, right? You can, you can come with us, okay? So there's a link in chat. 
redirect should pop up and ask you if you want to come with us uh, or you can go back to the main channel and refresh and it should be there I will see you guys over there even if you only come out hang out for 30 minutes it's super helpful to me okay I'll see you over there in the next stream